What's up, everybody? We're here with Teo at his gym, checking some shit out. We're going to be talking, shooting the shit. We've been doing that for the last few hours, I guess, minutes. Uh, so, yeah, we just had a tour of his gym. Uh, so, I guess, tell us more about how this started. Um, of course, you said it was in May where you started. Yep. So, mm -hmm. assuming it was during the pandemic, you, yep. you found either, what? Well, yeah, where did, where did it start? So, I was a personal trainer, mm -hmm. right? I worked out of a gym called CrossFit Central okay. and slowly went from the CrossFit community to just really becoming a, a more a smaller group slash mm -hmm. individual personal trainer uh -huh. in the same facility. So we had our little same space in the back. Mm -hmm. So here in Austin, the pandemic really shut things down. I believe in April was when the gyms mm -hmm. closed. Yeah. So April uh -huh. 1st, they shut it down. Which was one of the worst days of my life. Yeah, absolutely. Was, bro, like I had never worked out at home mm -hmm. until the pandemic. Yep. And I was like, I remember like looking for weights. Yep. People were selling weights like 35 uh, yeah. pound dumbbells for like 300 bucks. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So when that started, my clients, I, I make a living out of it. Yeah. Like that's the, I'm literally the breadwinner for our house. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking to myself, oh shit, what am I going to do, right? Yeah. We received like $1,200 in six months or something mm -hmm. like that. But... Um, <laughs> So I, you know, was thinking to myself, like, damn, you know, what's, I told the, the owner of the gym, like, hey, man, I'll just come in, I'll sneak mm -hmm. in, don't tell anyone. Yeah. And, but they shut us down, and the owner was like, hey, man, take whatever equipment you want to take. Oh, that's dope. And you can go to your garage. And then my clients were like, fuck, let's train out of the garage. Nice. So immediately that weekend, dude, I took my garage apart, put shelves up, me and the wife helped me. Legit two days of just hardcore. Mm -hmm. or, my garage was a shit show, dude. Yeah. Shit everywhere from remodeling the house. So that Monday morning, clients came in. You know, you can kind of barely squeeze in, do your thing. And as we were there, I, in no point in my life, ever mm -hmm. thought that, like, I was going to have a gym in my house. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, I'm going to rent a space. I mm -hmm. looked at a few commercial spots. Mm -hmm. I even put some bids down. And I'm glad I never did. Yeah. And so we were in the garage for a while. And I believe in May is when the realization hit me, like, I'm going to fucking stay here. Yeah. We ain't going back to the gym. Yep. I'm saving close to $2,000 a month, saving drive time, saving random lunches, mm -hmm. eating like shit. Mm -hmm. So, so it, to you, it was almost like a logical, reasonable thing to Absolutely. Do. Like, why am I going to be paying for space or wasting gas money yep. when I'm meeting the needs of my client exactly where we're at yep. nobody's bitching nobody's complaining yep. and 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 you're seeing the money is going mm -hmm. directly to you not to somebody else correct mm -hmm. so i saw a lot of that and then another thing that really really triggered me was like the time that i was saving and you know i'm a, a bit of um like there if i don't need to waste gas if i don't need to waste materials yeah. right it's like you know i think it's good for everybody so as soon as that realization came through, I was like, man, we're going to do this. Yeah. So I slowly took everything back to the gym that wasn't mine. I had a lot of equipment already. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always been that type of guy. And of course, when you, yeah. when you have a passion for... It's like, it's like when you buy a new tool, for right? Sure. You're in construction, you got to get that new tool. All the new tools. Yep. So... I knew that it wasn't a long-term thing. Like, mm -hmm. one, for my family, my wife, uh, I like to park our car, my motorcycle in the garage. And every nice. morning, I would have to wheel out the motorcycle, <laughs> wheel out the rower, wheel yep. out the bike. And it was like, it was crazy. So as soon as I'm like, you know what? I'm not going back to the gym. Mm -hmm. One, I didn't want to know that, like, hey, we got to close down again. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, we're going to shut it down again. Yep. Hey, you have to wear a mask 24-7. Yep. Or all these things. Yeah. And I was just like, man, I, I don't want to deal with that yeah. shit. So I'm like, this, this is your space. You get to regulate it the way you for want. For sure. Yeah. So I live in East Austin and, you know, it's a really cool neighborhood. We have a quarter acre property. Mm. Um, we can condo it out, do all the stuff. And I'm like, 
why not pull a permit and just fucking do it? There you go. So immediately, dude, went online, did all the filing stuff, asked questions to friends, builders. Mm. And I've been in the community. Like, I know what it's like to do all of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, me and my parents and my brother, we built our own house. We've been in construction mm. and done this stuff. So it wasn't like a task that yeah. I was afraid of. Yeah. Right? I'll tell you what. My dad didn't show up till I was almost done. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I don't know how this is going to go down, dude. I don't think you can do it, but good luck. Yeah. And... So pulled the permits, did the deal, and just slowly, man, like it started with, did you ever see the video of like it all put together? I, I like, saw like part of it, but okay. not the whole thing. So I was able to film a lot of it, mm-hmm. do a lot of time-lapse videos. So it all started with the foundation, yeah. right? You know, so we, we did the foundation and it wasn't quite real yet, mm-hmm. right? And then um, my neighbor literally right here next door he does foundations for a living. So he's like, hey, man, one day I'll, I'll come do it for you. And nice. I'm like, dude, he literally called me out of the blue. He's like, hey, one of our uh, clients didn't cut a tree down that we're supposed to cut down. We could be there in two hours. And I was like, fuck, I'm ready. Come on. So, dude, they literally pulled up with a the crew. Mm-hmm. They just each came with their sledgehammers. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's going down. Yep. Fuck, in two hours. They crushed literally all the foundation. Damn. Zero dollars. Dude, dude, hooked wow. me up, dude. I was like, fuck, wow, man, this is amazing. Bro. Wow. Yeah. Later on that day, I took him a bunch of deer meat and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, let's, yeah. thank you. Appreciate you. So after. Dude, by the, which is a great thank you. Some oh, good my deer God. Meat? Oh, oh, dude, so much. Fed the whole family. Yeah. So after that, you know, it was like, okay, it's time to pour the concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, engineer, you know, we did all the rebar. One of my buddies from high school, that's what he does for a living now, Jose Rodriguez. <laughs> He's like, hey, bro, hit me up if you need anything. I'm nice. like, well, come tell me what I need to do. Yeah. He came over here, told me what I needed to do, how I needed to do the rebar. And I would just spend my afternoons doing it. Yeah. Fucking tying rebar. My dad's friend owns a concrete company. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, whatever rebar you need, come to my backyard, take it. <laughs> Me and my dad drove over there, took a bunch of rebar, brought it here. So there's a video of me and three friends. They've never even touched rebar in their life. Uh And I had them. I just like, hey, man, this is what you got to do. You're in this station. You're in that station. Let's fucking go. And we're there just fucking tying rebar for a few days. And then we set it all up, right? Then my buddy Joe came again, made sure that everything's fine. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, all right, let's schedule the concrete. Joe's like, hey, man, someone in our high school has a concrete company. Call him. Boom. (laughs) Hit him up. He hooked it up as yeah. well, man. We had a pump because we have 150 feet. So we got a pump in, did all that stuff. Um, city approved it. Engineer approved it. Damn. And then the next step was framing. Yeah. Right? So meantime, all that was happening. My dad's friends had, we put the word out that like, hey, start collecting two by fours, start mm-hmm. collecting two by sixes. Yeah. We need wood. Yeah. So they all owe favors. So the, I'm just stacking wood up. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then... Um, my dad's friend, the same guy that helped us build our house, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, man, he works down the street. He actually works for Herbalife now. Oh, he nice. He was a framer, carpenter, construction, but he makes more money selling Herbalife what? than he does being in construction. And he's like, dude, I have nothing to do after 11 a.m. He's like, I just chill all day until his 5 p.m. clients that come in. So in the morning, he makes a bunch of milkshakes and, and whatever, uh-huh. smoothies. And then from 11 to 5, he just chills. And he lives... <laughs> 20, 30 minutes away, so he doesn't drive home. Yeah. So it was awesome. So he would just come in right afterwards. Mm-hmm. I would have all the tools ready for him, and he'll just put his little belt on, and we yeah. just get after it. So all the framing, all the literally all the external waterproofing, um, we did together wow, every day, man. man. He just showed it was awesome. I actually got really sad when mm-hmm. we finished because he's like, Man, I don't get to hang out with Jose anymore. Yeah, yeah. So we did all that, and then 
the waterproofing of the ceiling because we ended up doing a deck instead of a um, – I was going to do a gamble roof. Now uh-huh. we did a deck so you can be on top if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad's friend, another one of dad's friends, he's like, mm-hmm. hey, bro, I got a few buckets of those at the house. I'll take care of it for you, bro. He's yeah. like, just pay for the material. It's like $20 a bucket. Exactly. It's literally a $6,000 job. We did it for, I think, 200 bucks. Jeez. So wow. we were up there. It was the nastiest like stuff. He mm. had gloves on. I'm like, I don't need gloves. I don't need gloves. It was the worst, <laughs> dude. My hands were black for days. But um, we knocked all that out. And then after that, it was all the inside stuff. So uh-huh. the inside stuff, you know, the She-Rock, we had a dad's friend do it just because it was tedious. Mm-hmm. The insulation. Yeah. Um, we had yeah, done, insulation's a bitch, man. Dude, yeah. The chemicals there. Yep. These guys had like hazmat yep. suits on and shit. Got a great deal there. With That's the not something you want to do on your, on your own. Yeah. <laughs> Insulation is the only person that was in this building that I didn't know. Oh, wow. And we ended up being friends. Nice. Diego was awesome. Nice. Now, I've referred him to multiple clients. Super cool guy. Um, other than the insulation and the sheetrock, everything I did with either mm. a friend or by myself. Wow. So everything you see in here, whether it's the framing, the, the painting, the wood stuff. Blood, sweat, and tears. Everything, From man. hitting uh, yourself with a hammer. Uh, dude. <laughs> This nail is still, you know, hanging on. But yeah, man, it was always, you know, coaching, go put a tool belt on. Yeah. Coaching, go yeah. put a tool belt on. And um, it's been a real treat watching all this going up. My clients watching yeah. it all go up. Um, my yeah. brother. How, how, how do your clients feel about just seeing the space develop? Man, I think my clients just, they don't even have words. Mm. Like, I, I can't wait to interview them on, yeah. on these types of topics because a lot of them, they think everything's impossible mm-hmm. when it comes to house, right? Like, yeah. oh, my thing is leaking. It's like, bro, turn the valve off. Mm-hmm. Take it apart, you know, whatever. Yeah, replace it. Yeah, absolutely, yep. right? Pretty simple stuff. Like, they don't even cut their own grass because mm-hmm. they think it's hard. Yeah. It's like, are you fucking kidding me, you know? <laughs> like, they don't even clean don't, their own house. It's like, look, the lawnmower takes too long to turn on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, but they realize, and they would ask me, like, mm-hmm. hey, man, like, when, when did you learn this? I'm like, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out today. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, like, the hardest thing for me is dealing with humans. Mm -hmm. Dude, fucking a piece of wood's never going to change. It's the same shit. Piece of metal, piece of sheetrock. It's the same element. Yep. But with humans, it's like you come in and you have a bad day, and Mm. I'm like, fuck, I got to deal with this motherfucker, right? Yeah, exactly. How do I deal with them? These, uh, you know, the the natural things of life, wood, metal, water, whatever you want to do, like, they're easy. They're they're way more easy to be malleable to what you want than actual humans. For sure. And it's like, you know, with a piece of wood, if there's resistance, you cut it, right? You work around it. You do what you got to do. You drill a hole through it. But with people you know and and it's weird because with wood it's hard there's actual resistance that you can see but you could still move yep with people there's a resistance they build around themselves you don't even know you don't even know what you're dealing with man Mm -hmm. it's emotions you know history trauma Mm -hmm. like there's so much stuff to injuries injuries man like there's just a bunch of memories in there, yeah. right? In that DNA. And, and like, that's the hard shit. Like, yeah. ever since I started working with humans, everything to me just, it's, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, like, these plumbers, like, yeah, I mean, jobs could get very difficult. Mm-hmm. And when you deal with, like, different forces and fluids and air, yeah. it's like, it could get real crazy. But, like, putting glue on a pipe and putting it together and 90 degrees, 45 degrees, like, yep. it's not that complicated, yeah. man. And some of these trades, they think they hung the moon, mm-hmm. right? It's like, bro, you kidding me? Yeah. Um, I yeah. appreciate them, and it sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it for the rest of my life. But um, 
it's really not that difficult, yeah. man. And I was very fortunate to, my dad has a bunch of tools. I mm. have a bunch of tools. Um, Home Depot rents tools for like pennies. Yeah, dude. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Anytime you want to do anything with a specialty tool, just go to Home Depot. Yeah, go to Home Depot. Dude, it's, it, it saves you time. You don't have to waste money on everything. the tool that you're only going to use yep. maybe a day and then maybe sometime in the future again. But yeah, you save yourself money, you know, boom, use it. We, we had to do that. Uh, my wife is really obsessive about cleaning carpets. Yep. And so I have a Bissell. That if you see me use that machine, uh-huh. it cleans the floors. Yeah, that, so, that on the marketplace. So we we got one of those from a uh, from a uh, Home Depot, and after she used it, she was like, "We need one." Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And it's like, but it's cool because then even with with that, you could rent a tool. Oh, see yeah. if you like it, then you can go buy it. Absolutely. Yeah. If it if it builds the need, so all that kind of went through and. You know, everything just, I always figured it out, mm-hmm, right? Or mm-hmm. I knew someone that could figure it out. Yeah. I'm very active on social media. So I'll give you a real simple example. Mm-hmm. I was um, finding the pipe in front of my house mm-hmm. for the drainage so I can eventually link up a pipe from the gym. And as I was doing that, I took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. My, my son, me, myself digging the pipe. And then my brother-in-law hits me up like, hey, man, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I don't know what I I'm don't doing, know. bro. Like, I'm at a point now. Where I, I think I fucked some shit up. Uh-huh. And he's like, don't worry, I get off at 9 p.m., I'll be there. Nice. So he comes up, dude, it's literally 10.30 p.m. We're in the shit pipe at our house, uh-huh. putting it together, figuring it out. We realize that like we're going to have to replace the whole thing, Damn. not just that little piece. What's funny is we cut it, and then we have our cousin staying at the house, and uh-huh. he took a shit. So literally, we're there in the shithole, and a turd just rolls by. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, like, dude, we're in the middle of this. I told you not to use, dude. But those are the great memories that you have doing all this shit. All of it, man. So many fun stuff. So many cool moments that I have with friends, with family. My brother-in-law has been pivotal. Mm. And not in a sense of, like, he's here all the time. But I'll call him and be like, hey, I'm dealing with this situation. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Or, hey, man, I can't figure this out. Whenever you have time, can you stop mm. by? Well, and that's cool even you saying that. I know I think even in our culture we have uh, a, a problem of not admitting that we need help. Oh, you know for what sure. I mean? And even, Ponder, yeah. even whether – and how we said before, whether it's a mental health issue or even if it is a, a tool, right? Like – you know, and and it's which is which is also sad even on our part because we have the internet, we have Google, mm-hmm. we have YouTube, right? Yep. But at the end of the day, being able to reach out and and have someone, you know, you're saying, hey, I need help, I need yeah. help, and you and you see the kindness of people when they do oh, help, yeah. right? I think what I've learned the most of all of this, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been pretty good at asking for help, but I'm not asking for help sitting on the couch. Exactly. My yep. hands are dirty. My yep. hands are callous. You're literally in, in shit. It. Yeah. You're digging. in shit. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll give you a really cool example where I first learned this uh, offhand. So mm-hmm. I had a, a Honda Shadow motorcycle, and uh, this is the first, like, legit motorcycle I owned. I owned a few, but this mm-hmm. was, like, the first, and I got a flat. Yeah. And the rear wheel. And then my buddy's like, hey, I have a great mechanic. Mm-hmm. You know, I can send him over to you. And I'm like, cool. I just need help taking the tire off. And he's like, well, I don't know, man. He's like an engineer. Like, he's super legit. <laughs> and I'm like, he, he, he owned Revival Cycles. Like, he was one of oh, the wow. owners of Re- Revival Cycles. And I'm like, I don't know. I'll call him. Like, yeah. what's the worst that can happen, yeah. right? So I hit him up. His name is Stefan. I'm like, hey, Stefan, you know, I realize that he lives right behind the dance, so right down the street. Nice. And he's like, hey, man, I have like 20 minutes. I can come by. And I'm like, well, hell yeah, come by. I have the motorcycle on Mm -hmm. stands, like all this. I bought the jack and everything. He comes and helps me. That's when I realized who he was, Mm -hmm. what he did and everything. And I'm like, this motherfucker helped me. I won't even go help people change a tire. I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like, figure it out. 
ever since that day, I realized like, wow, people are more willing to help than mm-hmm. you can even imagine. Yep. So ever since then, we've been really cool friends and I haven't hesitated to ask for help mm. because I'm also willing to take that step for people exactly. as well, right? Like if yep. someone calls me to, to come help them, like I'm there. Yeah. I literally just help someone walk around Home Depot and buy shit for mm-hmm. his house yeah. a little while ago. Well, and, I mean, and I think, you know, from a lot of trainers that I talk to, I think the other thing that most trainers take for granted is what they do, right? Because because it, it isn't just making someone, you know, look better or feel better, but you're making their life last longer. For sure. So, so, so yeah, like, you know, how you said, you know, you're willing to help people and this and that. But I think one of the biggest things you do is make people have a longer, healthier life, you know. Yep. And, and again, you know, when, when we in the world we live in, how you, how you said people don't want to cut grass, don't want to do this, yeah. don't because I think it's just we've made people soft. Yep. But but again, the thing I've always loved about like trainers is they're willing to push their, their clients. You know, yep. it's like you because we've all been there, especially when you see a client who's like maybe 200 pounds yeah. and you're like, you, you know what they can be. Yep. You just don't know what you can be, Absolutely. you know, and, and, and it's funny when, you know, I, I, I always think about this a lot when so many of my teachers would tell me, oh, you have potential for this or that. Never took them serious. Mm-hmm. And now, like in my in my 30s, I've hit this drive of. I can't be stopped. Yeah. Like I can do anything I want to do and I cannot be stopped. Yep. And then, but I also think to myself, man, I wish that I had listened to my teachers earlier because yep. I like, yeah, it's great that I'm hitting the stride now in my 30s, mm-hmm. but it would have been better if I hit it in my 20s yep. or in my teens and kept that stride going, you know? What I see there is, is just a lack of confidence, yeah. right? Like when, when my clients come, you know, like I really don't teach them anything. Mm-hmm. I just show them, right? Exactly. Like I show them that, hey man, you can do it, you know, yep. and then you create a confidence, you create, you know, a, a a role like yeah. they're on a row now yeah. like when they tell me like oh i don't cut my grass because i want to spend more time with my family it's like mm-hmm. you can cut the grass with your family yeah. right like the other day my son was like raking the grass with mm-hmm. me right mm-hmm. and it's those little things that to me are so much greater yeah. and you know i like to show those so people can see like yeah. I mean, these things are important yep. man yep. these chores are important taking the trash from the street to the back to your house mm-hmm. those things are important yeah. And those little moments are the moments that your son and you yourself mm. will remember. Yep. Like when building this thing, now that it's almost done, you're kind of like, eh, you know, what, what's next? Yeah. Like, and that's how everything is. Yeah. And I've been really fortunate having clients that are older because with my son, you know, when he would cry or not want to go to bed or yeah. something, I'd be like, fuck this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I have to yeah. deal with him again. But my clients are like, dude, you're going to miss this. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They're right. They're right. You know, yep. so I, I sleep with him. I cuddle him at night and we talk at night. And these are moments without that experience of my mm-hmm. clients, I could never yeah. have or never take well, back. And it's funny, you know, because even we as people, we we know these things because what, you, what you're saying about cutting grass and how, like, let's say one of your clients takes that advice and says, mm-hmm. you know what, every 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 time the, the grass needs to be cut, I'm going to cut grass with my son. Yep. And then his son remembers the smell of the fresh cut yeah. grass in the morning. And every time he smells fresh cut grass in the morning, he's like, ah, oh, that reminds me of my dad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I have so many, like, there's so many things like that mm-hmm. with my parents, my grandparents where, you know, like my wife was making fun of me the other day because she was straightening her hair and putting makeup on. And I was kind of like, 
That smells like my mom's room. Yeah, and, it and she was like, "You're telling me burnt hair and nail polish smells like?" I'm like, "Cause that's what my yep. mom did all the time, you know." But because you know, I would be there with her in the room, and we'd be yeah. talking and doing stuff. Like those smells have that in my head, and oh, like yeah. you said, you They're know, triggers. it's the littlest things mm-hmm. that you know. Even you know, even your your son one day could be like, "Man, this smell or this feeling reminds me of my dad," because he took the time. Yep. To invest in me, those kind of memories. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have that door right behind you guys here. Mm-hmm. My son handed me every little picket. So nice. I would have any. He'll bring it to me. And and those are weird because they're kind of rustic. So yeah. you don't know which one's next. Yeah. So I'll rather him pick them out. Yeah. Right? Because then I don't have to choose. Yep. And it's like just put. But he literally picked it up, handed it to me, watched me nail it. And then he picked it up. So yeah. all those things to me, those are the beautiful yeah. things, right? Yeah. When my clients came and helped me with some of the stuff, uh, my dad later on when he realized like, oh, he's going to finish this, mm-hmm. you know, he helped me with some stuff. My brother helped me with some and, stuff. And even with that, like how, you know, and I think this is another thing that we, um, I, I think in our culture, we pin the older generation against the younger generation as if they have nothing in common. Oh, yeah. When I think the older generation needs to see the fire of the younger generation and be inspired. Oh, for sure. And the younger generation needs to see the wisdom of the older generation and be inspired. Absolutely. And I think we forget that so much because, again, because of social yeah. media, politics, everything that's going on, yeah. we want to pin people against each other. And, and point even, fingers. Yeah, I mean, and even what you're saying, yeah. it's like, look at how we could learn, right? Like, the young can become wise and the, and the old can become young yeah. again in a yeah. sense. I always tell, I heard this a while back and I tell this to a lot of people, and it's like, our parents' ceiling is our floor. Yeah. Our ceiling is our son's yes, floor, right? 100%. And ideally, that ceiling keeps getting raised yep. every generation. Yep. And uh, that's what I want, mm-hmm. you know? And I could promise you that, like, me busting my ass here definitely inspires my brother, inspires yeah. my brother-in-law. Like, they work their ass off. Mm-hmm. They do, and my dad. But then they're like, man, this little motherfucker, yeah. you know, he's yeah. really getting after yeah. it. And I, dude, people all the time, like, hey, did you watch this on Netflix? And I'm like, no, bro. No. I'm outside working all day. Mm-hmm. Sun goes down, I shower, I eat, I go to bed. Yep. Like those, it's been over years since mm-hmm. I've really watched something like yeah. on, on TV. Yeah. And just yesterday, I listened to a podcast in over a year. One of my buddies brought it up and I was like, damn, dude, I haven't had time. Mm. I, I literally, I'm with my son all the time or I'm with my wife mm. or I'm here. And I used to only listen to books or podcasts when I drove. Mm-hmm. So I would drive to the gym, I yeah. would drive back, yeah. sit in traffic. Yeah. And now I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And it's funny you say it because that was, especially during the, the, like, the pandemic, the lockdown and all that. Uh, because what I, when I would work, when I would edit, when mm-hmm. I would roast, that, those were my podcasting yeah. time. So I would do it all the time. And then once the, we had the lockdown and all that and I was working with clients, not mm-hmm. waiting, right? Because before it was like, okay, whenever the company had something, I would shoot, yeah. edit, this and that. And I would just create stuff for them. But it was like eight hours a day mm-hmm. I would just waste, you know. Yeah. So I would. Headphones on, yeah. podcast, audiobook, podcast, audiobook. And then when the lockdown happened, like I, I, I for, I think it was for, I think I did it for three or four months. Um, I wouldn't sleep a Friday or Saturday mm-hmm. um, after the pandemic because during the pandemic, I was doing that and I, would, I wouldn't sleep for probably three or four days at a time. And I would love the creative high. Yeah. And so because I would be shooting, editing, shooting, editing, and then I would like read and do all this yeah. stuff. And when we went back to work, I would be like, man, I miss being creative. Yep. But I, but again, because we're going back mm-hmm. to the eight eight hours yeah. a day working. So I told my wife, I'm like, look, if I don't if I don't sleep Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. I and I give you time, mm-hmm. th- you know. So we worked yep. out a schedule, and I realized like I loved pushing my body that way mm-hmm. because I th- again I think we as people limit ourselves. Oh, for sure. And, and it was cool because what I began to see, especially during the lockdown, the pandemic, was that 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 idea of. 
I can do anything as long as I put my mind to it. And it sounds like cliche, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, duh. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. You can do anything. Yep. What do you want to do? Absolutely. Go do it. Put your like, and that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is that we live in the time of the internet, Google, YouTube. What do you want to learn? Yep. Look it up. Spend an hour a day, two hours a day. Like I said, I just got back to skating, mm-hmm. and the first week was I'm going to spend an hour a day trying to remember, and I would this and that, and then it was like, okay, I'm going to spend an hour a day doing this, and then yep. now I'm like doing tricks all over the fucking yep. place, and I've only been at it for three weeks, but it's that if I want to do it, let me just. Put my, like and let me dedicate that time, right? Mm-hmm. It isn't. Oh, I'm gonna learn how to skate, but 15 minutes I'm on my phone, yeah. texting, tweeting, or like, yeah. I, right? You see yeah. this in the gym all the time. Oh, I want to get fit, but I'm on my phone for 30 minutes, sitting on a bench. Yep. I'll do a one minute workout and then go back to another 30 yeah. minutes and say I worked out for an hour. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that's the bullshit. It's easy to to look up shit to limit you, right? Yeah. Like when I look at people, you know, like you're making this thing, like, hey, I stay up two days. People are like, oh my god, you're gonna fucking die. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not, no, you're bro. Not. You're fucking fine. You yeah. know, you'll sleep a couple of days yeah. later on. I tell you, when you have a kid, you realize how anti-fragile you are when it comes to sleep mm. and all those things, mm-hmm. man. It, you know, I always used to get high. So I was a valet driver for, for about four or five years. Oh, wow. So I drove cars, you know, nice. crazy. And I was also a runner. I really enjoyed running and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So I would work Thursday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, we would work from 4 p.m., to about 5.30 a.m., mm. we would go to Magnolia's, and then they would take me to the starting line of the marathon on Sunday, and then I would run a marathon and then go home on the, yeah. after that on yeah. Sunday. No sleep for like two days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would do it without food. Sometimes I would do it without water. Sometimes mm-hmm. with a weighted vest. Dude, it was just all the yeah. time. But you really understand like, oh, you're supposed to sleep eight hours or whatever. I understand the longevity. Yeah. Like, hey, be mindful. Don't be a exactly. dumbass. You know, there's a, there's yeah. a give Listen and to take. your body. But yeah. don't sabotage yourself exactly. where you're like, I didn't sleep, therefore I'm done. Yep. Or I, I only didn't. I slept four hours yesterday. How do you yeah. expect me to? I'm only supposed to do 10 reps. Yeah. Or I'm only supposed to do this. It's like, you know, quit living a life where people tell you what mm-hmm. to do. Like exactly. if, if that was the case for me, yeah. you wouldn't be in this building. Exactly. You yep. wouldn't be anywhere. I wouldn't be where yeah. I am right now mm-hmm. if I listened to what people said I couldn't, mm-hmm. couldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I posted a while back um, a video of where I grew up, right? Yeah. It was a, a trailer park and it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I loved living there. But people were like, holy shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I loved it. Yeah. I, it was nothing special. Yeah. Had a client talking to me yesterday about um, how we should change the the school systems, you know, in high school and stuff. And he's like, what do you think we should change? And I'm like, I fucking loved it, yeah. dude. I thought school was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, but our perceptions are so yeah. different. He felt like he was held back. He felt like, and I'm not taking his feelings mm-hmm. away from him, but don't go and change this huge ordeal yeah. just because you yep. felt that. Yep. You know, and we do that all the time with everything yeah. mcdonald is the devil or this shit and all this and you're like maybe you're the problem yeah you know well, and, and that's where you know like one of the first things that that really made me you know while i was still living in brownsville that made me want to move to austin was re- like even look, looking at the statistics of where i lived right of the the crime the yeah, death yeah. uh brownsville it, you know for years and i think it is to this day is the number one poverty-stricken place in america so I, so I remember reading all these things and looking at all that. I mean, I think Tesla, what they're doing right now, Tesla, yeah. he could like really fuck Bro. him up. Like, hey, man, you guys are full of shit and I'm going to show you. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. 
And, and and that's what I'm saying. Like when you know when when I was looking at all that, I was just seeing limitations, right? And seeing that's like all it is. And, and but at the same time, I also thought to myself, what would it what would it be like if I was one of the people who made it out of those limitations, you yeah. know? And so then saving up money to move to Austin, moving to Austin, doing everything I did, you know, it, it's funny because even with what you're saying and your story of just like how the gym was built and so many people were willing to help, I also think when you're meant to do something in life, it's going to fall into place mm -hmm. in such a way where you're like, how did this come together? Sure. You know what I mean? And, and that's when I felt like when I moved to Austin, um, you know, you know, I'm completely different from the person I was when I first moved here, mm -hmm. but it was just like, you know, the job that I wanted, the, you know, it, the, I met the girl of my yeah. dreams, like just everything just started rolling into place. And a part of me was just like, dude, like, the light, right? I had a five-year plan for mm -hmm. myself when I mm -hmm. moved here. That was met in two years, mm -hmm. and I was kind. Of, and that's when I started realizing, oh, it wasn't me that was limited. It were yeah. the people that were yeah. limiting me. Yep. People were saying, "You can't do this. You mm -hmm. should be doing this. You're yeah. just probably end up in jail. Yeah. You're gonna sell drugs." Yep. And 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 those were all my paths. Yep. But I chose another path. Yep. I said, you know, it was I was gonna be hit thirty. I was about to be thirty. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what if either I'm going to stay here and be like every other person drinking mm -hmm. beer, living up the high school yeah. life of like, oh, I used to be, I used yeah. to be, or I'm going to break away and just say, you know what? I don't, I don't need yep. to live in the past. I could actually create a better future. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, my dad, I talked to my dad and my mom a lot and they, and even when we got fired during the pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, my mom, we were talking and she was like, there wasn't a second after you told me that you were fired that I had. Any la yeah. lack of faith in yeah, you yeah, or, sure. or worry because she was like i, I knew what you're gonna do yeah. and and i told her like okay we're gonna do this and that mm -hmm. and my mom is just you know again looking at my mm -hmm. mom looking at my dad they're always encouragement and, and i think again being being people who set examples for mm -hmm. others saying oh you know for me mm -hmm. i was a short dummy literal mexican yeah. that yeah. didn't know shit Yep. You know what I mean? And, and I'm still that person, mm -hmm. but I'm that person and I admit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's the other thing. It's okay to admit you're weak, yeah. but don't stay there. Get strong, yeah. right? It's, for me, it's like I, I remember I couldn't read. I remember I was you know, a drug dealer. I used to be all these kind mm -hmm. of things, but then I chose I don't want to be that anymore. Yeah. So if I don't want to be illiterate, what do I do? Start reading. Absolutely. If you don't want to be dumb anymore, start learning. If you, yeah. if you don't want to be a weak kid who gets picked on, lift weights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... If you don't like your state, and again, which mm -hmm. goes goes on to what's almost, you know, there's a lot of things wrong with our culture, yeah. but another thing is telling people you're okay the way yeah. you are. You don't have to change, mm -hmm. right? Fat shaming. Mm -hmm. Don't fat shame somebody. Yep. Oh, why are you telling people to go to the gym? That's fat shame. No, because there's heart problems. Yeah. There's diabetes. There's high blood pressure. There's so many reasons you shouldn't be fat. Mm -hmm. I'm not fat shaming. Mm -hmm. I want you to live a longer life. Yep. I want you to be healthy, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I am... Um to me, it was really weird. Like, I've always wanted just to help people. Like, that mm -hmm. was kind of like, if you like, what do you want to do? It's like, oh, I'm in college. Yeah. I want to be a cop. I'm going to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the bottom line of everything was, like, help yeah. someone, right? And yeah. I just fell into this in a way that it was just unbelievable mm -hmm. to me. And then I met some people that were making a fair amount of money doing it. And I'm like, oh, I can make a decent mm -hmm. living doing this. Yeah. And then, you know, I just kept educating, kept doing all these things, meeting new people, just putting the limits further and further yeah. away. Have and you gotten any, like, certifications or any? Oh, like, tons yeah, of yeah. them, man. Like, I've traveled around the world, nice. um, t tons of certifications. 
Um, have you ever competed on, on any? Yeah, competed yeah. in CrossFit, nice. a lot of local competitions. Yeah. You know, I was an athlete my whole life. And, you know, you just figure out, like, if you look at, like, you know, your traditional exercise science degrees, mm-hmm. your personal training degrees, there are all these certificates that someone made up. Yeah. You know, like I or you be mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, I have a TO certification. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just acronyms for yeah. that. And they end up all being that, you know, and you look at the ones that are, like, known and that mm-hmm. people should have. They're garbage. Yeah. They're like 50 years old. Mm-hmm. The science is so outdated. <laughs> and it, you're, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of good friends that are in the forefront of all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you go through their seminars, through their certifications mm-hmm. and their knowledge base. And the baddest ones that I know, mm-hmm. all doctors, they're like, we don't have certifications. Yeah. You know why? Because there's no end. Yeah. It constantly just yep. goes and grows and grows. Yep. So when it comes to those types of deals, having a certification is probably like, the least of my worries, yeah, right? Yeah. It used to be like, I'm going to get a PhD mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm going to get this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then you're like, no, don't get them. Because, nope. you know, it's like you made it. And it's like, no, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's been, but I've never stopped learning. I'm yeah. always on top. I think another thing that we come across to either as a personal trainer or any profession is we're too busy taking in information that we never create, yeah. right? Like I listen yeah. to podcasts all the time. I listen to books all the time. I'm always reading. I'm always listening to other people's ideas and other people's lives. Mm-hmm. How about yours? Yeah. How about you create? How yeah. about you take all this knowledge and make your own program, yeah. your own model? It's your- like it's like if someone someone listened to to you know years and years of of fitness and all mm-hmm. that and saw every mr mm-hmm. olympia and looked mm-hmm. at all these things and then looks at you in the gym and says oh you're not doing yeah. bicep curls yeah. right but he weighs 200 pounds For but sure. he may have the knowledge yeah. but he's not doing never anything practicing with it. Yeah. right and then you get to have these really shallow beliefs that things are black and white mm-hmm. like i hope to inspire people to do things not to do them how i did them yeah right i don't like live this life and like oh i need to like build a gym like Tio did mm-hmm. no, no you don't you know what i want you to do is have the thought and the ability to be like, hey, I can make my own space. Yeah. I can create my own life. I can create my own facility because you can, mm. right? And that's what I wish to do with mm. clients. Like I don't teach my clients how to squat, how to do things, right? I show them that they mm. have the capability to change. Mm-hmm. Like people, oh, I can't squat all the way. And I'm like, yes, you can. Yeah, you Let can. me give you this ramp. Let yeah. me give you this goblet squat. Let me give you this leg press. You could start somewhere. Everywhere, mm-hmm. right? So I have people that are like, oh, I can't squat below parallel. And I'm like, oh, really? Let's go to the leg press. Mm-hmm. They do a full range of motion squat. Huh, how funny. <laughs> Your knee bends over there, but it doesn't bend over yep. here, right? And so those are little things to me that like my clients just like get blown away. And and how do they feel after the transformation? Oh, dude, yeah. the, the best. I wish that I can document their eyes. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> where once they're bending past ninety degrees, they're just like, yep. What? Like it's almost like they're high on mushrooms yeah. or something, yeah. dude. They're just like, what the fuck? Like Wizard of Oz. Like I just opened this mm-hmm. new blanket mm-hmm. and these new curtains, and they're like looking in there. And I get that all yeah. the time, dude. Like sometimes I'll put shit up. You know, I have a program. I send it out every month. My clients do it here. And they're like, fuck, dude, I, I can't do that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Just go to that station and then go to that station mm-hmm. and then go to that station. And then whenever you're done, that's it. That's when it. your hour's up. And then they'll finish and they'll be like, yeah. fuck, you know, I did all of that. Mm-hmm. They show it to their friends and yep. they go around, right? But the whole point of that is to show you that you can do something that you thought you couldn't. Exactly. And then guess what? They go and do things that they thought mm-hmm. they couldn't, and mm-hmm. it just goes and, on and, and, and on. And that's one, that's one thing I've always loved about just fitness in general is one of those things that puts before you a barrier that is meant to be ch- mm-hmm. uh, conquered, right? Like yep. whether it's football, basketball, weightlifting, whatever it is, you, you're intentionally putting something in front of you to overcome that yep. thing. 
And, you know, whatever it is, whatever adrenaline or whatever, you know, nuance goes on the head, I think at the end of the day is just the ability to, to right? Like, if you're going to, you know, I love I love yeah. it when, you know, because my wife was one of these people. Yeah. And when we first started dating, she couldn't squat. She couldn't lunge. Uh, she has, like, a, a thyroid issue. Yep. So that kind of does a lot yeah. of inflammation and all that kind yep. of stuff. And I never forced her to go to the gym. Yep. But how you said, every at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., I was up going. And yep. she would be like, just stay in bed. You don't yeah. and, I'm, and I would be like, I have to go. Yep. This isn't an option yep, for me. For sure. I'm going, you know. And little by little, she began to see, like, well, maybe I'll go one today mm-hmm. and this and that. And now, like, I remember a few months ago, she started running mm-hmm. with, without any joint yep. pain. And she was just, like, excited. Yep. Like, it was like a little kid being like, wow. And then, so we were talking about that the other day. I'm like, what? what is one of the things, like you feel physically completely mm-hmm. different. She's like, my knees. Yep. My, and it's from eating better, um, not moving. Eating, like, moving. Yeah, you know, like she, you know, because of her thyroid and a lot of issues, like she would be in bed a lot. So it was just kind of like moving, being out, yep. being in the sun. Yep. You know, all these things that, that just come natural to us Absolutely. that we're told to avoid. You know, I, you know, and I never yep. told her, you have to work out. It's yep. just like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, yep. I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Lead by example. 100%. And that's it, yeah. Yeah, my son, we were at his soccer thing last week. I took him and a kid took a ball from him and he started crying, mm. right? You know, and he's three years old. These is, we need this, mm-hmm. right? It's like this fast forward 26 years mm-hmm. and someone takes his pencil or some shit and he starts crying, mm-hmm. right? Like these are <laughs> moments that you need to understand like, hey, someone told you no. Mm-hmm. Hey, someone took this away from yep. you. Hey, you didn't want to lose, but mm-hmm. you lost. Yep. All these little moments, right? is just to make you harder, Yeah. right? Make you more like the first time that I got no's is like when I applied for law school. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was, dude, it was... To me, the most depression, wow. kind of craziest thing. I had a shitty GPA, shitty LSAT score, and the letters came in the mail, and my mom's looking at me, and yeah. she doesn't speak English. Mm. What did they say, mijo? And I'm like, nah, they said no. Yeah. 49 of them, dude. Mm. No, no, no. And they were free for me because of my income level, mm-hmm. so I applied to a ton of yeah. them. And I knew, you know, like, I'm not an idiot, but it's like literally telling your mom, mm. no, they said no. Mm. They said no. They said mm. no. That's when it broke me in a sense of like, oh, it's only no. Fuck you. In the yeah. trash. Yeah. In the trash. Yeah. And finally, oh, they said yes. Put that one over here. Mm-hmm. They said yes. Put mm-hmm. it over here. And you realize like these no's, they're just like little roadblocks. Yeah. They're not like the yeah. bridge just fell off yeah. and you have nothing. And that's something that my wife has learned with me that like when something comes in front of us, someone hangs up on us, they put us on hold mm-hmm. or, you know, the city says not yet mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It's just a roadblock. That's bro. All it it's is. not like a the end of the road, nope. the world's going to nope. end, mm. you know, yeah. you, you got coronavirus. It doesn't mean you're dead. Yeah. It, hey, you have this virus, let's overcome. Yeah. Instead, you know, like it's your choice. Well, And even then, it's, you know, okay, maybe if you have it and, and you have these things that make you more susceptible mm-hmm. to dying, maybe yep. you're heavy, you're heavy yep. set, maybe your health. Whatever, okay, yeah. Do yeah. things to prevent it. Get healthier. Yeah. I was gonna say because we talked about this earlier. Yeah. So, so out of the the paintings you have on here and a lot mm-hmm. of the artwork, what would you say are three of the of the of the ones that, or the at least the artist or the people who who model or you draw that lifestyle from? Yeah. So I'm gonna start from the farthest side uh-huh. over there, of okay. course, with our man Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. You, so, you, gotta yeah. little, you gotta get me in the story. You gotta get yeah. me in the story. That's a horrible Mike Tyson. Yeah. Don't put that in. <laughs> So I, you know, there's a lot of things 
there's no person that I take everything from, mm-hmm. right? Like, I've never been that guy, whether it's my dad or not. There's great attributes to my father, mm-hmm. and there's real shitty attributes yeah. to my father, just like everyone else. Take the good um, and leave the bad. Yeah, I mm-hmm. do my best to whatever I perceive can help me at that moment. So to me, Mike Tyson is a really, mm-hmm. really cool dude. When I look at Mike Tyson compared to a lot of people, he was like the smaller guy, yeah. you know? He came from these weird places. Mm-hmm. Um but he was just a mental savage. Yeah, like the yeah. way he entered the ring, the way that he just psychologically just screwed Destroyed people over, people dude. Be- <laughs> so I loved that tremendously. So yeah. when it comes to psychological warfare, like I love it. Yeah, I, I just, I just want to say uh, during the pandemic, I showed my wife who Mike Tyson mm-hmm. was because she had only she only knows him as like a weed guy yeah, yeah, from, yeah. Uh, okay. from what's that movie? The uh, the, the hang- Hangover. Hangover. There yep. you go. And I was like, you've never seen and and savage. I just, just 18, seconds. 18 year old world champion yeah, and, against men. And she and and I'm like, just look. And and she'd be like, well, I'm like, first round. Yeah. First round. First round. Not like and she da, 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 cling, cling, cling. Yeah. Savage, <laughs> dude. Savage. And there's a lot of stuff like when you get deeper into Mike Tyson, like, mm-hmm. oh, he only really fought five people yeah. because whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to just overall savagery yeah. and commitment. Commitment, dude. Yep. He was yep. on another yep. level. Um, the next one behind you here, I have uh, Albert, right? One so whatever, whatever you think of Albert, there's of course there's always the naysayers and mm-hmm. there's always the people that glorify and think he's God. When I see Albert, like he's looking at you a certain way, like mm. that's it, like mm. you only worked eight hours, mm. or his hair's mm. all fucked up, he's got wrinkles and mm. he's tired. So whenever I see him, he used to be in my office, mm. and I would like you know write or do whatever I did, and it's just stare in front of me. So he, to me, when I think of Albert, overachiever. Yeah. A bunch of people said he couldn't do it. Yep. A bunch of people were like, you're not smart enough. Um, you don't look the part. Mm. All these things. So that's what I think when I see him. He like him. squeezed every last everything, drop. Everything, dude. Yep. Everything. Yep. Um, now, another one on the other side of, uh, of Albert, we have uh, Nicola, right? Yep. So Nicola is a, is a different avenue. And I can almost play a little role on this part, which... Maybe you're taking advantage of. You mm. have all these great thoughts, but you never really pull the trigger because yeah. you're too afraid. Mm. You're in this room. So to me, I'm always like, I don't want those attributes. Yeah. I want to stand out. The and I'll, yeah, yeah, I want to, you know, raise my voice and be like, this mm. is what I believe in. Mm-hmm. This is what I want, you know, and this is what I, I stand for. And those two, to me, even though like same field and things like that, there's a very... Um, just kind of grinder, and then this other one is kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm going to speak loudly, you know, just kind of lay low. Mm. And that's what I think a lot. Mm. And then behind me, um, I have uh, my favorite car ever, which is the yeah. 1967 Shelby GT500. Yeah. Yep. So my dad had one of those, and... Um, is that I a dream love, car? I love Mustangs. I don't, it's not anymore. It used to be. Uh-huh. It used to be my dream car, you know. I could really see myself in a Ford Raptor. Mm. Like, Ooh, oh, dude, yeah. Nice. That's my next car. That's my next car. You're not going to get a Tesla truck? No, no, <laughs> no. I like to burn gas. Bro, I, I think for me, my is Bob. Bob Marley, to me, has be, always been one of these artists that I've loved. Uh, one, because of his religious, you know. Yeah, I, very, I went to where he was born. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. We're in Jamaica, yeah. Bro, like, to me, just like. The way he uh, he like put God first and honored yeah. everything, you know. I remember when he was going to perform and and they tr- and they tried to kill him and they shot him and and yeah. and he goes up and performs the next mm-hmm. day and they're like, you know, what are you doing? Yep. He's like, because there's people out there who want to silence and kill the truth. They're trying to stop me. Yep. So that means I need to be even bolder. You know what I mean? Yep. And it wasn't bold in political action. Yep. It wasn't bold in war. It wasn't bold in 
Anything that mm. we see as big in our yep. current state, he was bold in love, yep. in peace, sure. in, in harmony, in, 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 in compassion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I look at Bob Marley, and even with his death, man, it's yeah. one of those things where I think he was one of these guys that was what like, oh, I, like I wish... Yeah. You know, I would love to hear him in a like if yeah. he was on Joe Rogan's Getting uh, yeah. High, oh, bro. Dude. I would love to hear the yeah. stories. You know what I mean, dude? I've been uh, so my wife's aunt cousin lives in Jamaica, so we went oh. to Jamaica and um, great know, excuse to visit. <laughs> <laughs> what's most inspiring is like when you're there, mm-hmm. it's nothing like the pictures mm-hmm. or like Usain Bolt or Bob Marty. You're mm-hmm. like, how did these guys come from here? Yeah. The fucking shithole. Yeah. Like, you know, the the broke people live in the mountains, the, mm. the richer people live down low. And you're like, how did Bob Marley, how was his message yeah. able to get out of here, mm-hmm. right? You know, there was a lot of effort, yeah. persistence, and you know, love and a lot of nose. Yeah. This guy a probably got more nose, nose yep. than we can even imagine. From the way he looked, his sound, everything. Yeah. So when I see that, man, I, I think about that a lot. And yeah. I'm in here again, I'm in here a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all these people that I look at, you know, if, if there's any commonality of all these people in here, mm-hmm. How many people told him no? Yeah. How many people say they weren't good enough? Yep. How many people said like you were a loser? Mm. That's the commonality of all my art. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the commonality in me. Mm. Um, I would say that I found inner peace about three or four years ago where nice. I really don't care anymore. That's good. Um, but, you know, I always and have ex- a chance. And explain that. What do you yeah. mean by you don't care? Because it doesn't mean... It doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean I don't care. Oh, I don't yeah. care what you yeah, say. Nah, there's, no. there's a, right? Because people hear that in a whole different yeah. way because I say the same thing. Yeah. It used to be where, like, if someone with any type of authority said something to mm-hmm. me, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, maybe they're mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. you know? Now, like, a doctor, a lawyer, a physician, mm-hmm. uh, all these people, if they say something, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, exactly. I, it doesn't sit well with yeah. me. Um, we actually had the, the animal patrol people come the other day. Oh, for, the, for the chicken? No, no, for the. <laughs> he's like, he's been causing yeah. too much craziness. Because our dog gets out right <laughs> oh, now and then. Yeah, okay. But he's super cool. Mm-hmm. So I purposely open the gate. He comes out. I have him sit, lay yeah. down. She, he's playing with her. She's like, oh, shit, he's nice. And I'm like, yeah, he's really yeah. nice. Um, but it was just like, she pulled up and my wife was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, I'm going to fuck. Like, what are yeah. you going to do? Write yeah. a ticket? Fucking write yeah. a ticket. Yeah. Like, it's not. So it used to be like, I get pulled over by a cop and he's like, oh, fuck. Yep. What are you going to do? Write a ticket? Yeah. Write a fucking ticket. Well, and I, and I'll, I'll give you an example of what I, of what I mean by it was, because like I said, we, we just started a little coffee company mm-hmm. roasting out of the house and everything. And it's just, you know, scratching mm-hmm. my own itch. Yep. And, uh, and you know, my wife was just, you know, bringing logical things like, well, yeah. what about permits? What about this? What about that? And I'm like, how many stupid 14-year-old kids do you see selling, you know, ribbons or, or stickers out of their garage? You got to start, and, and man. It's like, you, and, you know, start. there's so many people who, you know, and, and that's the thing for me, I, part of, part of my, I don't care is, is more of a, um, I, I don't ask for permission. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I'll ask, I'll ask for forgiveness, yep. you know, and if. If right, so if somebody comes and says, "Hey, you guys don't suppose," oh, my bad, I did yep. not know. But I like I want to show my wife what mm-hmm. it looks like to expand your potential and how oh, you're yeah. saying. Don't mm-hmm. let anybody's no be your no. Yep, it may be their no. Yep. It may be their roadblock. It may be where they're yeah. gonna stop. Don't let it be yours yeah. for sure. I mean, like I I just grew up always being the underdog, mm-hmm. right? And and Same. I think. Yeah. Uh, Brandon might have might remember this. I fucking remember it. The first time I tried out for cross country, mm-hmm. I did it in Ralph Lauren polo boots. Oh, you hey, know, we ran like four or five miles. <laughs> I did it. Everyone's like, "This guy's fucking." Were crazy. they the shell toes? 
Uh, I don't remember what oh, they were, but they were those. high tops. <laughs> yeah. They were high. Yeah, I remember those. And, you know, everyone was like, he's out of his fucking mind, mm-hmm. right? But it was like, hey, he's kind of good. Yeah. Like, he's not that bad. Yeah. But it was just like, dude, I couldn't be further from mm-hmm. that. And it's like, just give me a chance. Mm. Just give me a chance. And it's just always constant in my life where, you know, I'll do this plumbing stuff and someone's like, did you speak to someone about it? Mm. It's like, it's a quarter inch per every foot. You know, it's not rocket science. Yeah, yeah. Like, dig a fucking hole, quarter inch every boom. foot. Boom. I got 150 yep. feet. Boom. There there you go. Three feet. Got it. Mm. And they're like, like, dude, they, they don't limit yourself. Yeah. Like, and, you stop it. And the thing is, it's funny because America, and the, I think the one thing that we all uh, appreciate about storytelling is always an underdog story. Mm-hmm. It's so funny that some, that's something we love in our culture, but it's something that we don't really get taught a lot in our yep. culture. Like, we're shown, like, right... Uh, who uh, like so many of our of of our scientists of our celebrities of the people we admire don't have high school degrees don't yep. have college degrees mm-hmm. so why should we lim- like if we see someone doing it and we say oh that's nice you know and yeah. that's the other thing like you know there's so many times people spend time on their phones looking at other people doing things mm-hmm. consuming yep. right you're just consuming but you're not creating yep. and that's where like our society needs to we need we need to have more creators in the sense of stop wasting time. Yep. Stop consuming so much and just getting fat, whether it's in head yeah. knowledge, whether it's in content, and like go do. Create. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, those are when we see um, Tesla, right? Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. When we see that, what we should see is that. Yeah. Like, did, did he have an aerospace engineering degree? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Did he have any type of other? Cr- no. Nope. No. You know, you look at Uber, right? Same uh-huh. shit. Like, yep, big time. No. All these companies that we see, that we aspire mm-hmm. and that we love and that we're like, holy shit, all of these started that way, yeah. right? It started with like this crazy underdog story, mm-hmm. right? They got funded or whatever the case might be. But it's just all the time the same shit. Like all these certificates that you know about in the fitness industry, mm-hmm. some crazy motherfucker did some mushrooms or yep. got high or something <laughs> happened. It's like, man, I got this new way of moving, all this yep. shit. And now I made a certificate. It got famous. He got some sponsors on Facebook, Instagram, got mm. a famous person to say it. I love Gatorade or whatever. And it's like, and boom, boom, there you are. There you are. Yep. Now it's the, it's like, come on, brother. Oh, you don't do yeah. uh, upside down uh, lateral trainings? Ugh. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? It's ridiculous. So, <laughs> you know, you see that constant. And if you live in that world mm. and that's what inspires you, you know, mm. I, I feel sorry for you because yeah. there's some very basic principle stuff, yeah. right? Like, hey, man, you should flex your knee this way. You should flex your hip this way. You should hinge this way. Whatever mm. the case might be, like, that's never going to change until evolutionary the human body yeah. changes. Right? Yeah. We don't come out with more muscles now than we did before. We don't exactly. come out with more bones than we did now than we did before. Yeah. And if anything, we should just keep driving these things forward mm-hmm. to the best way that we can, yeah, right? 100%. Challenging the organism. but. You know, some people want that. Some yeah. people want that golden bullet. Some people want the not the hard work. The and six all second this. abs. Yep. Yep. Do it for me kind of shit, yep. you know? Yep. And that's, Is there a pill that I can take that makes me awesome? Yep. Nope. That's where, like, I think clients, when they, I normally get clients that I'm like their last resort, yeah. right? It's like no coach has worked for them. The PT gave up on them. Mm-hmm. The doctors are like, hey, man, just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they come to me, you know, and for a week, I don't even talk to them. Wow. You know, I'm just, they're working out. I have a program. I'm not a dumbass. Like, I have a good program for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching them. And then a week, they're like, hey, man, like, are we going to talk about food? And I'm like, oh, you're ready now? Mm. You ready to talk about food? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about food. And then we'll start talking about food. Hey, are we ever going to do this? Oh, you're ready now? Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's start talking about it. And eventually, like, I just create boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, man, we're going to squat. Your knees have to hit that. 
your butt has to hit this, and we're going to look this way and do that way. Yeah. And they'll do it. And then, then I'll take this away. And then I'll take this away. And then I'll take that. Yep. Eventually, they're doing it on their own. Yeah. Right? It's this like training wheels. Yeah. A hundred yeah. with everything. Everything. Yep. So like you program where it's like I put a cage around this person and then you start to let mm-hmm. them go. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, you know, psycho- I can psychologically fuck someone too if yeah. I want to. Oh, hell yeah. So it's like, hey, man, like, you know, McDonald's is a devil. And then eventually they hate McDonald's mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Yeah, you put, you put yeah. little insecurities in their head, whatever it is. So, yep. you know, you create boundaries on people. Like, you're like, hey, man, how about we choose this week and we don't eat any of this? Yeah. And then it's like, hey, you're still alive? Oh, my God, can you believe it? Yep. How about you eat as much sugar as you want this week? Mm-hmm. How about that? Let's see if you're still alive next week. Oh, you're still alive, huh? You're not going to die. Yep. Great. Cool. Next week. And how crazy is that where so many people think... Uh, like dieted means I can't eat any sugar. I can't eat any fat. I can't eat any carbs. I can't, and it's like, no, what is your, what, yeah. what body type are you going for? Yeah, yeah. Let's what start there. Yeah. yeah. And, dude. And people always ask me like, Hey, I'm doing the same program that this guy's doing or what? I'm, like, I'm not getting the same results. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you want more muscle? Yeah. All right. It's the best program. You want to lose fat? Yep. It's the best program. It, dude, everyone's mm-hmm. goal. Like no matter from the more muscle, less fat. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. That, that's it, right? Yeah. So, but we want all these like special mm-hmm. treatments and all this shit. Like, bro, like let's one, make it simple. First of all, you don't work out consistently enough. Yep. Right? You don't need uh, in a caloric deficit consistently mm-hmm. enough or surplus if you want to gain weight. Yeah. You're not any of those. How yeah. about we start doing that? Yeah. And once we start doing that, then mm. we can now think mm. about Tom Brady. Yep. We can now think about fucking The Rock. Yeah. We can yeah. think about the Kardashians. Yeah. Whatever it is. But First, you got to get to Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. My thing, dude, people don't even show up on time. They're five minutes That's late, ten minutes late. And I'm like, look at them and I'm like, show up on time. Yeah. How about that? Make that your biggest priority yeah. this month. When you show up on time, maybe I'll give you more of my mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And then it just starts to go. And yeah. they start to realize, like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest, biggest mm-hmm. thing. I deal with my clients every four weeks. I measure them. Mm. I weight, body measurements, everything, whether they want it or not. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, it's for me, not for you. Yeah. If I can't in three months give you any type of results, you're fired yeah. or I'm fired. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to waste my time. You're not going to mm-hmm. waste my time. Mm-hmm. And, dude, it just lights a fire and, on and, and, again, honesty. Honesty goes yeah. a long way. I'm not going to waste your time. You're not here wasting yeah. my time. And, and even to tell people... I may not be the person for you, right? Yep. Like again, after yep. three months, if you've if you've not changed or you've done minimal things, yeah. obviously I'm not working for you. Yep. Go find someone else. Absolutely, you know what I mean? you're wasting my time, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, I don't want to waste energy on this yeah. world. Yep. Like we have to keep moving forward, and and that's hard for some people, yeah. but I love it. Mm. Like there's days that like. I don't do anything, and I'm like, man, I'm depressed. You know, like, fuck, I didn't, I didn't even go anywhere today, man. Like, mm-hmm. like I, today, I was supposed to rent a tractor, uh-huh. dig trenches for the whole plumbing system, Whoa. and um, it rained. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and most people will be upset, all this mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, ah, what are, something next. Like, yeah. what's next? I'll mm-hmm. go help this guy out. Yep. So I'm gonna go, I went to help this guy out. We did the Home Depot trip, all this stuff, and we got it done, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's just one of those deals, like... If you have a list, what's next? Mm-hmm. What's next? And what's next? And, you know, if you do that with clients or anyone else. Mm. Yeah, I, I, what, uh, I'm trying to remember the quote. It's uh, one of my favorite authors, G.K. Chesterton, said uh, not to look at, um, not to look at like roadblocks or, or, you know, things that get in your way as ends, but just kind of like something to traverse. So in, in a sense, like, right, the, it rains today or, you know, some, sometimes that happens, you know, yeah. things interrupt my day. And I don't look at that interruption as, 
oh man, my world's falling apart. I look at it as, oh cool, like this is this is an adventure. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Right. So if, there, if it's rain, it's like cool. I guess I'm not digging today. Mm-hmm. What else can I do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so many people say, how you said, they'll make excuses. Yep. Well, it's raining. I can't go out. I'm gonna stay home. Fucking Netflix. I'm not gonna on. work out. I can't yeah. work out. I can't go to the gym. It's raining. Fuck it. I'm just gonna eat ice cream. I'm just gonna eat ice cream. Yeah. That's the only yeah. other thing I could do other than work out yeah. is eat ice cream. Yep. You can't work out. You can't do push-ups. Yeah. You can't do squats at home. Of course not. I'm always around like pretty pessimistic people mm-hmm. or like negative people. And today when I was walking around my buddy Pedro in Home Depot, he was more positive than I was. Nice. And I was like, you, and he messaged me like, Teal, you're so negative. And I'm like, damn, no one's told me that before because I'm always the positive guy. He lost his ring. It was uh, the oral ring. Uh-huh. And somehow he lost it in Home Depot. Uh-huh. We moved the toilet. And then we came to the conclusion that the ring was inside the box of the ah. toilet. So we get to his house and he's like, let's open the box. I'm like, it's not going to be in there. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're so negative. And I'm like, you know, you're right. Let's open <laughs> let's the open box. It. Open. it wasn't in there. Uh-huh. But um, I haven't had someone tell me that. Mm. And I'm always on the other side yeah. of the fence telling people like, bitch, be more optimistic. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. And it was good feeling to mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. And I thanked him for it yep. versus being upset. Or whatever it is, is like I even messaged them again on the way home. Like, man, I appreciate yeah. you saying that, yeah. man, because I was being a little mm-hmm. bitch, mm-hmm. and it was like it was his aura ring. I didn't care, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, yeah. It's, and, you need those reminders, and, man. and and that's good because even you know, there's so many times I think where where it's okay to be reminded, you know, because and I'm just thinking about so many yeah. times where people tell me that have told me that, and it's like. Oh, I needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, there's so many times where you could be positive 364 days out of the mm-hmm. year, and then you have those two days, and you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah. I like it because there's, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm Superman, yeah. but yeah. I am saying, like, I always want to be better every yep. day. Every day I'm always like, how can I, how can I love sure. my wife more? Yeah. How can I work out better? Yeah. How can I skate better? Right? Every day I'm always trying to improve. Yeah. So when I hear that, it's kind of like, Hey, I am human too. Yeah. Like it's okay to have yeah. bad days, but just don't stay there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're just days and you know, with with him it was so cool because he's older, mm-hmm. you know, he's about, you know, forty years old now and he's he's pretty successful, mm-hmm. really successful. And man, he's a fucking just go getter, yeah. man. He's yeah. everything that he did is a challenge for him. It's like, hey, can you lift this bucket with one arm? And I'm like, I can, but <laughs> everything I don't want has to be a competition. Everything, bro. <laughs> everything. But it's really fun with him, right? Like he calls me out of the blue and I go help him do this uh-huh. stuff. And um, it's a big br- brightness to my day whenever mm. I come across people like that. That's you know, so cool, it's man. like, why is he successful? It's like, oh, yeah, I and, get and, it. And I just want to say that, that was one of the things that, that inspired me when I would go to the gym was seeing the older or the heavy set people. And I, would, and I would try to even go out of my way sometimes to encourage them in their encouragement. Like, you know, if I see them there for two weeks or whatever, or for, uh-huh. for a couple months, like I'll go tell them like, hey man, like you're here every day and every time I am in the morning, dude, keep it up, man. Absolutely. And, and, and coming from a stranger that you, you may or may not know, may or may not see, it's like, you know, it, I was telling my wife, cause so my wife's mom started her own skincare company a few years ago. And during our wedding, my, my cousin had just recently gotten fired from Sprint and she was talking to my wife's mom and she was like, wow, I'm so encouraged by you cause you're a woman who owns yeah. her own company. Yeah. And my wife's mom was just kind of like, she didn't think she was a big deal. She yeah. was like, okay. But then that inspired my, my, my cousin to start her, like uh, her, she used to love doing hair. Yeah. So now she's back at it. She's working at one of the best hair salons in Brownsville now. She's yeah. super good. And, and so we, so she's, she, she was telling us like, man, your mom inspired me yeah. to do this journey. Absolutely. And so then we told my wife's mom and she, and she got inspired because For she sure. was inspired yeah. by her journey. And yeah. it's like, that's what I'm saying is yep. you never know 
what sharing your story with somebody sure. is going to be like, what it's going to do for them. Um, do we, were we good? Yeah. Okay. And I'm, and I'm just saying like, it, it's so cool. Cause, and that, and those are the things I've seen in my life where I don't think I'm making an impact on anybody. Mm-hmm. And then people come and say, man, just because for of sure. what, what, whatever, like you chose to clean the floor when nobody else yeah. did and that. Right. And yeah. being, be, you know, I like to call it being a servant leader, right? Yep. It's servant leadership. I'm going to, I'm going to show you how to do something. Not cause I'm better than you. Most of the time, it was always as a manager. Yeah. As mm-hmm. a manager, I was doing things employees should yeah. do, but it's because I want to show you that if I can do it, you can do it. Absolutely. I started this show called The Hidden Gems of Austin Show. Nice. And uh, really, it's just highlighting my clients. Uh. Dude, all of my clients are go-getters, nice. right? Anyone who wakes up at 5.30 a.m., yep. anyone that's just out here grinding, yep. they all have children. And what I did is I'm picking out these clients and I'm setting up a time and I really don't even care what they do. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did you get there? Yeah. Right? And those are the stories mm-hmm. that really matter to wow. me. Those are the stories that I think stand out to people. And those are the stories that people need to hear. Yep. Like, hey, it wasn't easy, bro. You, you hear that? Yeah. Like, everyone, they didn't invest in Bitcoin yeah, and become a millionaire. Yeah. Everyone thinks that like, oh, Teal's dad handed him everything. Yeah. Or his brother gave him that $100,000 mm-hmm. loan. It's like, no. Well, look, he had people help him. Yeah, absolutely, right? It's crazy. <laughs> and one thing that I've done that like I haven't said in public at all is like how much did this cost? I think mm. people could be very curious. It's like, hey, how much did this gym cost? Hey, it cost me thirty-three thousand mm-hmm. dollars to build this gym. Mm-hmm. It cost me twenty-three thousand dollars for all the equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I had less than seven thousand dollars in the bank when mm-hmm. I started this mm-hmm. whole thing. Right, I had never said this in public, mm-hmm. but now you know. When the pandemic hit, I had less than seven grand in the mm-hmm. bank, and then somehow during all that, you know, I spent more than you yeah, had fifty four, <laughs> fifty seven thousand yeah. dollars somehow, and got a twelve hundred dollar check somewhere in between there, and then which made a big, 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 yeah, made a big difference. You know, I did get an SBA loan somewhere in there as well. And but what what's more importantly, and this is what I learned, um, David, is mm-hmm. like you can make it happen if you want to. Yeah. And dude, I can promise you that I wouldn't have those fifty four thousand dollars in my bank mm-hmm. today if mm-hmm. I didn't build this building. Yeah. No way, mm-hmm. no how. Like mm-hmm. it's never happened prior. And I think to me the biggest thing that I learned, and my brother in law used to always push this on me, man. And I was I was like, whatever, bro. Yeah. He lives in L.A. Like you're a dreamer, whatever. Just start. Just start. Just fucking start, dude. And and to me, it is no more of an example than this mm-hmm. building that you're sitting in right 100%. now, dude. Yeah. I thought it was gonna cost me seven grand to build this. I literally like I didn't care about the equipment. It just yeah. happened so fast. But I was like, because okay. you're like, I got seven in the bank. That yes. means it's gonna cost me seven. Yeah, seven. <laughs> you know. I was like, concrete, you know, it's like three to four grand. Cool. I have three left. Okay. All the material, wood. At the time, wood was not the price that it is now. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know, six grand. I even told one of my buddies, Ben, and he just laughed at me. He's like, all right, you know, I'll call you later. Mm -hmm. And um, later on, he called me. He's like, hey, how much? I'm like, 20 grand. He's like, fuck. All right, cool. Hey, 30 grand. Goddamn, you know, you just keep going. (laughs) But it's something, you just made Mm -hmm. it happen. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I'm not swiping credit cards. Mm -hmm. I got Mexicans with me, you know, I got other people. It's like, I'm paying cash, yep. getting hooked up, yep. you know, marketplace. The boom. people, the family, For the sure. friends, the ones who want to absolutely. see you succeed. Yep. Absolutely. I would say in labor, I, I spent about mm, insulation and mm-hmm. sheetrock, three, four grand in Damn. labor. So like that's yeah. it, right? Everything else, I did it. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's cheap. Just three four grand in labor. Yeah, that's for sure. The that's how much branding charges. Yeah. <laughs> the She-Rock guy was a thousand dollars. The insulation guy was just a little bit over a thousand dollars, and then my framing guy ended up giving him um, like sixteen hundred dollars wow. overall. Yeah. And um, other than that, it was all love. Mm-hmm. It was all just effort and trades, and me doing a lot mm. of the work and. You know, if you would look at to build something like this in Austin, you're over 100 grand. Yeah. Easy. Easy. You know, easy over 100 Especially grand. Especially now, I mean, now even more if you're going to buy a space. Yeah. Oh, you know, for sure. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But um, I think it's really good for people to hear like, mm-hmm. hey, how much did it cost? What was it? You know, and, and it's, you know, I'm transparent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it is what it is. And, and, and sometimes the skill is all you need, you know, like uh, when, when it came to when we started our, our media, our marketing media business. You know, or even when I started, like I was a coffee roaster and picked up a camera just because I was like, okay, like I, I can take pictures for this company. And and it's funny because, you know, my equipment, if you put it together, it's probably like $10,000, $8,000, 7000 something yeah. like that. But it's made me more money than oh, it sure. costs, right? Like with, with my with the coffee roasting, we, we, we had talked about it. My wife and I talked about it. We talked about it with her dad. And then one day he was talking to us and, I was, and he was like, well, how much do roasters cost? I'm like, oh, well, a little one, you know, you could probably roast a pound in an hour maybe, you know, for like 500 bucks. And he goes and he, ca- he gives me $300 and he's like, oh, there you go. Not a big investment. Yeah, no. Not a big, yeah. you're in $300 ain't going to bank anything. Yeah. But it was the belief. For sure. It was him. And it, he believed it more than I believed yep. in myself. And he said, and, and you know, at, you know, weeks later we were when we launched it and, and we we're talking to him, he was like just saying how much he believed in, in yeah. me and my wife and, our, and, and what we do in our creative mm-hmm. and everything. And, and I was just like that $300 is what made me want to start because knowing that he had yep. faith in me had your back. was like, Oh shit, now I have to do yeah. it. You know what I mean? And then with that, like, you know, so then my wife was struggling mm-hmm. with, okay, should we do it? Should we not? So we prayed about it a week later, her grandma sends us $500 yeah. and she was kind of like, all right, I guess we're supposed to do yeah. this. And it's one of those things where it's like when you're meant to do something, even the people around you mm-hmm. will will say yes. Yeah. How? They support you, yep. whether it's by giving you money or it's by helping you dig yeah. shit out of the yeah, ground, right? Absolutely. Like one way or the other, people are going to say, I'm with you in absolutely. this. Absolutely. And then that inspires you to say, you know, I don't want to let you down, right? Like for me, it's like I, I want your faith and your belief mm-hmm. in me to, to turn out something, yeah. right? I don't want it to be like, well, I thought he was going to do something with that mm-hmm. money. He ended up just sitting on it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For you, I never like, did like a GoFundMe page or anything exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. And I many times wanted to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn. Like, because you well, see the money they make. We were, we were refinancing our house in the meantime. So I couldn't have less mm. than a certain amount of money in the bank. Yeah. And I'm, this gym is going down, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're, the budget is just getting crazy. And then um, I sent an email out to my clients, like, hey, in case anyone wants to donate to the funds of the gym, you know, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I just keep getting Venmos, Venmos, Venmos. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. You know Damn, what I mean? bro. Yeah. So it was really, it was a $50, <laughs> yeah. $100, $300, yeah. whatever. And I'm just it's like, something. it was just like the coffee mm-hmm. story that mm-hmm. you shared, right? And it's like, these motherfuckers don't want to see me fail. No. In my head, I say that. Yeah. In my hell, I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah. fuck you guys. You know, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. But, dude, people want to see you win, man. Yeah. No matter what you see on social media, mm-hmm. on the news, whatever, people want to see you win yep. more than they want to see you fail. Yep. Yep. And I think, to me, that's like the most inspiring thing that I felt. Mm-hmm. Fuck the money. Yeah. I didn't even care about yeah. that. It was just like, these dudes got my back. Yep. You know? And after that, it just kind of kept going yeah. and going. Um, the money, like I said, somehow appeared, yeah. 
And you you know, you just make it happen, yeah. dude. It, it was very inspiring. Any moment that I had like low, there was always there someone there like showed up randomly mm-hmm. like, hey bro, I had to come by and check this out. This looks so dope. Yeah. Or man, I had to come, you know, give you a shout out. Yeah. And you know, I'm pretty active again on social media and anytime that I would go somewhere, dude, like, mm. bro, your gym looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Or, you know, how's the gym coming? Mm-hmm. Or my family and everyone was just really like on it, even though they didn't even like it. Yeah. They didn't even comment on nope. it. But dude, when I showed up to a wedding or to a party yep. or whatever it was, it was, it was asked. Dude, yeah. they knew. And I'm like, babe, like it's happening. Yeah. Like we're, we're doing it. Yeah. You know, I went to this uh, competition um, to help out mm-hmm. and everyone was asking me about the gym and i'm like that's what i want yeah that's what i want to hear and that's what inspires me Mm. you know what i mean that's really what gets me going like my clients you know every day they comments and positive and all this stuff of course (laughs) it's just like your wife or your brother right it's like of course you're my wife you're my brother and it's appreciated but yeah yeah. yeah, but it's it's always good when someone else says it doesn't hit the same right (laughs) my dad hasn't said it but i promise you he's he's talking he's showing off like they did look at my son yep you know what i mean but all that stuff to me, you know, like when we say I don't care, I think it, it follows mm. back to that. Yeah. I fucking care more than you can even imagine. Yep. But you're not going to hold me back. Mm. Or, or it's I care, but I don't care in the ways you care. Yep. Right? Like my caring is is different than your caring. Yep. Because, and again, it, it, like so many people in, in our modern culture care about themselves, mm-hmm. not the community, not the people. So when they put or when they try to impose something on you, it isn't something that's beneficial to everyone. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't like it, so nobody else will like it. And yeah. it's like, no. And again, you know, and I'm the same way. I'm a yeah. very, you know, especially that's why the pandemic like like kind of hurt me in a way because it's I love people. Yeah. I love go, you know, I love going to coffee shops mm-hmm. and talking to the baristas and meeting the people mm-hmm. and answering, you know, I love all that. And so w- when I was separated from people, I'm just like, you know, sadly, my wife was the one hearing me yeah. talk for hours and I feel for her because yeah. she's just like, fuck, you need friends, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, but at the same time, it's, it's also, I love people because I know what kind of world we live mm-hmm. in. And I know that there isn't a lot of people out there who want to spread positivity or yeah. do it every day. Yeah. And I know that that's one of my gifts, yeah. right? I know. I They're can, scared. They're yeah, scared yeah. And, and so I, and so I, I the reason I miss people is because I want to be, mm-hmm. I want to encourage you. I want to yeah. tell you you're, you're, you're cool or mm-hmm. you're nice or you're doing something, right? Like I know you hear negativity all the time. Yeah. If I could be that one positive moment in your day, like that's what makes my day, you know? I, that's why I encourage when I talk to people, like I encourage them to share on social media, yep. right? Like yeah, a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dude, just how you like my shit, mm-hmm. I like your shit too. Yeah, I want to see your shit. I want to share it, man. Like all those little wins, mm. share them because they're helping mm-hmm. someone. Like I have friends that are in marketing. Like, dude, the algorithm on Facebook, like they're making, there's a lot of views. A lot of people are still on it, even yeah. though they say they're not. Yeah. There's, dude, people yep. are seeing your shit. So you have to put it on there and show it to them. And dude, you never know who you're going to inspire. Mm-hmm. Like I've dug so many trenches these last few months. And I'll be digging a trench and then I want to quit. You know, yeah. I mean, why am I doing this? I'll just go to Home Depot and get a guy. Like, yeah. I can afford him, yeah. not a big deal. But, like, fuck that. I'm going to dig this yeah. damn ditch and I'm going to do it. I can you know? do it. Yeah. And it's those little things to me that, like, are always in my head. Mm. They're going and they're going. Like, that mirror, like, I'll be doing curls or some shit. And then I'm like, ah, that, that's good. And then I look at myself, oh, fuck you. No. You know, no, like, it's not good. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's crazy. Like I tell people like that, that uh, mirror has put some muscle on me, but it has, uh-huh. you know, it, it, to me, deep inside, there's like a hunger of like, do more, yeah. you know, do more, one do more, more. One Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Yep. So my wife recently, she doesn't work anymore. You know, we were 
fortunate to pay off her student loans. Nice. And um, she works from home now. And I, you know, what I told her is like, hey, babe, like, you don't have to work. Just keep me alive. Mm -hmm. You know, just make sure that I'm mm -hmm. fed. Make sure that I get some sleep. And I promise you, you'll have the world you want. And yeah. that's who I am as a human being, yeah. dude. Like, I'm very fortunate, decent genetics. Mm -hmm. You know, I tend to be mindful of certain things. Mm -hmm. But it's like... All the energy that I need is in me, mm -hmm. so it's just like just feed the beast. Mm -hmm. just, just and, and, and that's kind of the way I'm with my wife too. It's yeah. it's almost you know that kind of like just I like I know how to do stuff other than take care of myself. Yeah. Like you know like I could feed myself and all yeah. that kind of stuff, but you know uh, I I love reading and like all these kind of guys. But there was this guy Jonathan Owens who was a, a writer back in the day, a pastor and all that. And he would miss out on like lunches and dinners mm -hmm. for, for days at a time because when he would study, write and read. And these are the kind of men I aspire mm -hmm. to be is yeah. is not, you know, not forsaking things for the sake of forsaking them. Right. Because there's guys, yeah. you know, I used to work with a lot of guys who were in construction who would work uh, overtime mainly because they didn't want to go home and be with their wife mm -hmm. and kids. Yeah. It wasn't because they yeah. were hard workers. For sure. Right. They could do the job in three hours, but yep. they stressed it at nine. Yeah. And it's like, what the f what? You know? Yeah. And I remember having a conversation with one of them, and I'm like, bro, I want to go home and see my wife. Yep. If you don't want to go see your – like, that's your yeah. deal. And the, and the thing with that, it's – like, what what me and my wife have – you know, and it, I, it just kind of falls that way sometimes. Yeah. But but I think she understands that, too, of you just got to feed the beast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I don't know where I get my ideas yeah. and all the crazy shit. I don't even know where yeah. I get the energy. Yep. But, but she's just kind of like, if I could just direct you in things yeah. and, you know, feed you and make sure you're good, yeah. like – and and, then, and that's why even when I do have, you know, I told her a month ago, I'm like, I may not, I may do the not sleep me thing again, yeah. uh, again, just for creative reasons. Yeah. Um, but, but I, even that kind of support where she allows me to be crazy, for you know sure. what I mean? And it's, it's good, especially for guys yeah. like us to be allowed to be crazy sometimes, yeah. right? Hey babe, I'm going to build a, a gym in the back of the house. All right, you go do yeah. it. That's all we need. Dude. Don't give us anything else. Yeah. And like, okay, because if you tell us we can do it, we're going to go do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I guess I didn't mention at all is like mm -hmm. my wife is input in all this, mm -hmm. right? And it's the fact that there was no input was the most powerful exactly. thing there was, yep. right? Yep. It, there doesn't like she doesn't need to be there. Hey, babe, you got it. Mm -hmm. Good job, babe. Mm -hmm. You're doing great. That mm -hmm. pisses me off, actually. Yeah, yeah. Just don't say anything. Yeah, just, I know. Like, just, you know, just sit there. Don't worry about the bank account. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the credit. Yep. Like, we're just going to do trust this. Me. Yeah, trust yep. me. Yep. Right? And we've, we've been together long enough where mm -hmm. now she knows, like, hey, I don't have to worry about it. Um, I recently did this challenge, uh, the David Goggins challenge, which it was um, four now, miles. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah. That's my dude right there. It was uh, four miles every four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. So uh -huh. I did that, right? And there was two women that were with me the whole time. Mm -hmm. It was uh, Connie and Rebecca. They literally stayed the night for two days. They they fed me. My wife fed me. I told the wife, I talked to her like, hey, babe, I'm going to do this thing. Just make sure my son doesn't get in the way. Mm -hmm. Don't distract me. Uh, let me sleep in my own room. Um, don't try to motivate me. Don't try to do anything. Mm -hmm. Right? Just I don't want to do chores. Yeah, give That's me the it. space. Just give me yeah. the space. Mm -hmm. And she's like, all right, babe, I got you. And then every time we would take off on a four mile, I had the loop. The girls, like they're pretty motivated girls, and they were like, hey, T. And I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't try to motivate me. Don't try to encourage me. I don't need any of that. Mm -hmm. I don't have headphones. I don't need yeah. headphones. Just like fucking zone out and yep. just go. And I was doing negative splits every time, and they just kept looking at it, and they're like, holy fuck. Every time we came in, I did the same thing. I weighed myself, did the thing. And then after a while, they realized like, this is how I work. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't mean I'm not hurting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I don't want your encouragement. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I think you're not good. 
it's just like I don't need you mm-hmm. to encourage me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's already in there. Mm-hmm. I'm already burning up, mm-hmm. you know. And I have my own strategies that motivate me, and I talk shit to myself internally all day, and like all, all these crazy things. But bro, um, I just I, I, even, yeah. even that is a big one for me, yep. dude. Uh, you know, and I had I still have the recordings, but but during the pandemic when the gym opened mm-hmm. again, um, I was doing and I I hate the stairmaster, yeah. hate the stairmaster. But I was doing an hour every morning on the stairmaster, and it was just talking shit to myself, yeah. going going into my head about past yeah. relationships, past hurts, past hangups, like yeah. for, like you like just like that. And again, which mm-hmm. goes to the whole not not giving a fuck yeah. what people say yeah. because. I say things worse yeah. to myself than you Way will ever worse. say to me. Way worse. I don't care about your ridicule, not because, you know, you say, yeah. oh, you're short or you're this. Bro, you need to listen to the things I say in my yeah. head to myself. Yeah, yeah. I break myself down worse than you ever will be. Yep. So please, say yeah. what you got to say. It was crazy with that. Because this run, it was like, there was a run at 10 p.m. There was a run at 2 a.m. And it run at 6 a.m. twice, mm-hmm. right, for two days. And there was, I think it was either the 10 p.m. or the 2 a.m. one where, like, I got out of bed and I just fell into the wall. Boom. And I'm like, fuck, my legs Damn. don't work. And I'm just sitting there, you know, like shaking. Yeah. And then I somehow barely made it to the gym, you know, did my way in, did my numbers. And then I sat on the bike and I'm sitting on the bike and I tell the girls, hey, meet me at the gate. And I'm just like spinning the bike. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, fucking legs. Do it. Come on, fucking. It's like those Hot Wheels. You remember yeah. the Hot Wheels? Yep. And just let them go. That's what I did. So I was just spinning my legs, and like for the first mile, dude, it's just like I can't feel mm. them. They hurt, but I can't feel them. They but not. they're moving. But yeah, and yep. then it's like, oh shit, I got it. And then I have my GPS, and it's like seven minutes and twenty seconds. I'm like, oh, that's where I want to yep. be. Yep. Man, fucking, you just find it and mm. you you go right. But one, you still show up. Yeah. Right. I think yep. that's what that challenge is about. Yep. Show, show up. up. Don't mm. matter what you feel like, if you have to walk, if you have to crawl, yep. show up. And that was my mindset going in. It's like, if I have to crawl at the end, I'm going to crawl. Mm. And then uh, the other one was like, your feelings, right? Mm. Like, oh, my legs hurt yeah. or, or my back hurts or whatever. The, it doesn't matter. No. You know, no. Show up. So and again, was, just uh, another interjection. Because yeah. this, this whole week, man, yeah. like I was, this was a week where I'm like, I'm skating two hours a day. Yeah. Within the second day, my 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 left calf was yeah. cramped bad, yep. and I was still waking up Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday going to skate because again it was mm-hmm. because then thirty minutes into the skate session, yeah. adrenaline's kicked in, yeah. all this stuff. I don't even feel the leg anymore. Yeah. So how you're going exactly what you're saying? Get there. Yeah. Have you? Did you see that sign up there? Do what you said yeah. you would. Yeah. So that's like my biggest inspiration, right? Uh-huh. Like there was this TED talk a long time ago that I watched about this, and it was really sad. It'll probably make you cry if you watch it, but um. That's my model, mm-hmm. right? Like, do what you said you would. So before I did the challenge with David Goggins, I bought the shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't wear that shirt unless I finish this yep. fucking challenge. And it's like, I'm not going to get that shirt unless I finish this yep. challenge. So I had all these yeah. prerequisites already, yeah. you know. And, of course, the ladies being there kind of motivated mm-hmm. me a little bit and all that stuff. So it was really important for me, you know, to create these, like, barriers of, yeah. like, if you want these, mm-hmm. you better finish this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it just kept going and going. And then, um, and, 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 and I think that's another good thing how you're saying, like, cause what you said earlier, I don't need your motivation, yep. not because I don't need your motivation, yep. but I got my own, like yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, your cheers and this and that may throw me off yeah. in what I have in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great way to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like so, someone had a question and I'll, I'm doing an interview later on on that, but it's, 
like, what is it that inspires you? It's like, you know, I had these negative splits on there. Like, what inspired me is, like, I need to run a 7.30 here. I need to run a 7.20 here. I need to run a 7.10 here. That's where my motivation is, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not like I need to lose 10 pounds mm -hmm. or I need to gain muscle or, or whatever it is. Like, my thing is put in the work. And then, did, you, did people ever ask you, what do you get? Yeah, no. No what? one asked me, but it's like... But, but what, what, right? People are assuming, are yeah. you going to get money? Are you going to mm -hmm. get this? Yeah. What I got out, and this is the funny thing, is like because I did get something, mm -hmm. right? I got that it didn't matter how my legs felt, mm -hmm. I could still run seven splits, Damn right? right? It didn't matter how I felt internally, I could still do this. Mm -hmm. And like, dude, I would literally be sitting like this, just staring at my legs, like, how am I gonna do this next one, mm -hmm. right? And fucking, hey, it's time to go. Yep, let's go. And you know, you realize like all these feelings that you have, all these thoughts that you have, even this external motivation on Instagram mm -hmm. or wherever it is that you have, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter, dude. It's you, yep. right? And and I think that was the whole point of mm. this challenge. And I think David Goggins, that's his epitome. Yeah, yeah. His whole message yeah. is that. Mm -hmm. And you know, he raised over two hundred thousand dollars for that. Gave it to a bunch of charities. Like, dude, this guy is so giving, yeah. it is ridiculous. Yep. And people, when they see him sometimes, get turned off by how intense he is. But it's like, dude, this guy is so Bro. giving, so loving. Um, literally wants to take... The money that I gave for this shirt went straight to a charity. Mm -hmm. It's like, bro, like, you know, I, I can't even explain it. Yeah. Like, what I got out of that thing was beyond anything. And I didn't even do it for me. Mm -hmm. One of my buddies who um, is now sober, I think he's like four months sober oh, now. Oh, man, hell yeah. He brought it up. And he's like, hey, bro, you want to do this with me? And I'm like, absolutely, yeah. I'll do it with you. Why mm -hmm. wouldn't I? He ended up last minute backing out from it, but I still did, still did it. it. Yeah, I said I would. Yeah, you said you, you know, would. I said I would. So, How does you know, he feel now after you did it? He was super inspired by uh -huh. it still. You okay. know, he loved it. Next year, he wants to do it. But um, most importantly, I think a lot of people, like we said, like they get motivation from you know us mm -hmm. or whoever it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that was, that was a big part of it yeah. to be like, oh, shit, like – he was there for me. Mm -hmm. Like, he was willing to go into the fire with mm -hmm. me. And I was. Yeah. You know, I invite, dude, I got so many. Oh, I wanted to do it with you, but I didn't. Oh, man, I thought about doing it, but I didn't. Oh, man, it looked hard. I could have done it, but now yeah. I did it. Dude, I got so many of those messages. It's like, but you didn't. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day. Yeah, you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. You know? And, you know, I'm not judging you for it. Like, that's fine. Mm. It's probably better that you didn't tell me that. But for the most part, you know, most people were super supportive. You know, they loved it. Um, motivated from yeah. it, uh, my body held up way better than I yeah. thought it was going to do. And, and you know, I, one of the things that even with what you're saying on, and they didn't, they did, they didn't. Uh, it, it was a few years ago uh, listening to Gary V, and he was talking about regret and how regret. Oh, you know, uh, you know, he was like, you know, when you talk to older people and this and that, like the the majority of them will tell you things they regret. Yep. And how. Like from listening to that, I just that's something I try to avoid. Not that you know, not that I don't have regrets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but now that I'm more conscious, right? Because every day I want to be more and more conscious of my choices and everything I do. Now that I'm more aware and more conscious, I don't ever want that word to come yeah. out of my mouth. You know what I mean? I want to say things I mean and I want to do things yeah. that I mean. You know? Yeah. I got in a lot of trouble when I was younger. That like I, I'm the kind of guy that would sit next to a rail and be like, huh? I wonder if I could jump off of that. Or like, oh, I wonder how fast this car goes. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I've always been a guy who yeah. testing to limit, including my body, mm -hmm. right? I thought this David challenge would honestly going to be a little bit more challenging mm -hmm. for me, but it just worked out, yeah. man. I, I didn't expect it to eat up as much of my time as it did. So I didn't expect the two days to like literally be like 
all day, yeah. right? Like, I did manage to go eat at the t- at some time. I did manage to go make it to my son's soccer practice at some time. Mm. I just lay there, but yeah. I was there. Yeah, I was there. You know? <laughs> um, so there was some things that I was able to do, but I didn't realize how much focus mm. it took, man. And it was crazy. Mm. Like, I, you really don't sleep. Like, you do sleep, but yeah. you don't sleep because you you're waiting there for that. <laughs> there was this one time, it was funny. It was a 2 a.m. one. I woke up, and the girls didn't wake up. And I'm like, should I leave them and make them feel bad? Yeah. You know? Or like, that's sh- fun. Or should I go back to sleep? You know? I could go. They'll never know. You know? I'll just say, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, we didn't wake up. Ah, too yeah. bad. Let's just stop. I was like, fuck mm-hmm. that. Pop, pop. Hey, let's go. Pop, pop. Let's go. And, you know, they got up real quick and we left. And I told them that afterwards. And it's like, wow, all these thoughts went mm-hmm. through my mind. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I could be the asshole and make them feel bad. But they're there supporting yeah. me, you know? Yeah. They're not with their families. <laughs> they're literally sleeping in our living room mm. or in our guest bedroom. And it was like, wow, like, why? That's fucked up. Why would I do that? Yeah. Or why would I quit? Well, and, and one, one of the things, even with what you're saying, one of the things that I created for myself early in life, or early in the, la- you know, in the last few years is, has been the five-second rule. Mm-hmm. So... It, not even if my alarm goes off. It's once my eyes open, I have five seconds to make a decision. Yep. Am I going to get up or I'm going to stay in bed? Yeah. You know? And, you know, there's always, you want to cuddle. The cuddles yeah. are always good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, you know, but like to, to look at my phone, my watch, whatever, and be like, yeah. get up. My you know, wife and the snoozer. Yeah, my yeah, wife and loves once, the once snooze. Once you get up, you're like, okay, I'm up. Get your shoes on. Mm-hmm. I'll either make coffee or get something to go. And, you know, yeah. and how you said, just get there. Yep. Get there, and then every single excuse you have yep. is over. Yeah. Is over. Man, that's, I'm telling you, like, this challenge, like, the more I think about it, the more I talk about it, the more you realize, like, there's something deeper mm-hmm. to it than it is just that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at face value, it's like, oh, the challenge. But, dude, that, like, that first mile, dude, mm-hmm. I just kept telling myself, if I can get fast out, and I knew all the pinpoints. I knew the quarter mile mark, the half mile mm-hmm. mark, the three quarter. I knew everywhere in my route. Mm-hmm. The zone. So I'm like, if I could just get to that block, I know that I'm going to feel better when yeah. I get there. And I'm like, all right, if I could get to that downhill there, I know that I can mm. pick up my pace. Yeah. If I could get to that turn there, I know that I... So eventually, right, you're just like triggering, triggering, yep. triggering. By the time you know it, dude, you're opened up and you're, and you're going. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really interesting to just kind of see all that. And towards the end... None of my friends ran with me because they couldn't keep up. Yeah. They're like, well, shit, dude, you're running seven minutes pace. Like, mm-hmm. that's a little too quick for us. And I'm like, well, get on a bike. Yeah. You know, follow me on a bike if you want to come. So that was real fun. My brother did a few with me, which was that's really dope. cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was definitely way more than I thought I was mm-hmm. going to get out of it. And, you know, like... Next year, we're probably going to do it again. Yeah. You know, a little shit, bit. dude. Now yeah. you're making me want to yeah. do it if it's going on next year. I think a lot of people are yeah. going to join next year because it was really inspirational. It was really doable. Yeah. You know, dude, so many people, when you watch about this, I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish it. Oh, it was hard. Like, all the, and you're like talking about looking for doubts. Mm-hmm. My buddy probably might be the same thing. You know, he saw that he couldn't mm-hmm. do it. So he's like, fuck it, I'm out. Even though I know he could have mm-hmm. done it. But. If you look at this challenge online, there's thousands of more I didn't do it, yeah. couldn't do it, than like I did it. See, and that, with one challenge we did on the show was the, the hot chip challenge. And that, you know, that was always one challenge, like, because I love spicy food. That's I my hate shit. spicy food. Really? Bro. I oh, love, I love spicy. spicy. And so I like people, I've always wanted to do it, but I'm, you know, I was like, I'm never going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the guys on the show brought it on Los, and I was kind of like, well, fuck it, it's here. Mm-hmm. You know, and after I ate it, I was just kind of like, 
huh, it wasn't that bad, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, and I have the other one at home that I still want to eat. But, but it's, with what you're saying, it's the people who probably finished and did not think they could finish have probably have, oh, have yeah. left with a far better skill than any money reward sure. would have given them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that comes with anything, right? Like whether it's you doing a 10-pound weight challenge, mm-hmm. a 5K challenge, a half marathon, a full marathon, an ultra marathon, a powerlifting comp, whatever it yeah. is, dude. The whole purpose of those is to like set a goal. Show up, yep. you know, and see where you are. Like, yep. that's the biggest deal, man. And I think with you, could do, you don't have to go to a crazy competition to nope. do that, right? You can set it here. You can set it anywhere. And I think, you know, those types of deals, those types of people like David Goggins mm-hmm. or whoever the hell. Um, Jocko Willis. Jocko Willis. another Fox one of those and, guys who is insane. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for them, it's normal. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not insane. If you would give people my schedule, they might think I'm insane. Yep. It's like. No, no, no that's, there's nothing insane that, about that. One, one thing I remember asking my wife, like within a year of us dating, I'm like, do people regularly not wake up at 4 a.m.? And she's yeah. like, nobody wakes up at 4 a.m. unless they up. want to. And yeah. I'm like, because that was that was my thing. I love waking up early. Go, like, yeah. I love being out before anybody's awake. Yeah. Like, to me, that just, I, one of my favorite books, of, uh, books, one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, He Got Game. Mm, yeah. And Denzel, when he's with his son and, and they're playing ball and he's like, there's only... Three people awake right Ray now. Ray Allen? Is yeah, that, well, Ray yeah. Allen was his kid growing yeah. up but when he was kids. Yeah. And he's teaching him how to play. And he's like, there's only three people awake right now. Me, you, and Michael Jordan. Yeah. And just thinking to myself, like, yes, dude. Yeah. Like, and But to think about things like that, you know. That was a lot of driving for Mike Tyson. Really? Yeah. So Mike Tyson, a lot of it, like, he would wake up early or do extra miles or do this shit. It's like, because I wanted to do more than the person that I was competing mm. against. And there was always this, like, weird thing. Which early on, I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Like when me and Brandon used to race, I think Brandon had that. Where he's like, I always wanted to do more. And I'm like, I'm kind of good. Like yeah. I, I want to, like I'm done. You know, but now I'm that guy. Uh-huh. Like I'm like you. Like uh-huh. I wake up or I dig trenches or I do this because, hey, none of you motherfuckers. None of y'all can do it. Yep. yep. So that really inspires me now. But it didn't back nah. in the day yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it was. Um, but now like being up early, even I don't like waking up early, mm-hmm. but being up early, it's really like people message me and I text right back yeah. and they're like, yeah. Oh, you're up. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, Oh dude, it's, I'm lunchtime for me. <laughs> it's lunchtime. You know? So I'm always. Dude, I love up. it. Cause I'll get messages from like, from clients and contractors and stuff uh-huh. who I do video work uh-huh. for. And they'll text me like at six 30 or, or like six mm-hmm. and they're, and they'll send me a long thing. And then after they'll be like, I know you're already awake. So I'm not going to, so yeah. I'm, I'm just going to wait for your yeah, response. Yeah. And I'll just respond right away. And, yeah. but again, and that's another thing that does motivate me too is, you know, um, well, in two different ways. One, it motivates me. Cause it's like, I love when, when I see people motivated off of like my energy but then the other thing I love to do is not be the person people expect me to be sometimes. You yeah. Know? There's sometimes where I'll, you know, respond at 10, 11. Yeah. They're like, dude, you, you, you weren't awake at four? Uh-huh. I'm like, no, nah, I stepped in today because yep. we had the podcast last night. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'll explain to them, I also, you know, I may be crazy, yeah. but I listen to my body For too. Sure. You know, like if, 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 you know, we drink four beers and have some whiskey, I know I'm going to sleep an extra two hours because uh-huh. my body's going to need that recovery. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give myself time in the day yep. to where I can sleep those two hours and I don't lose traction. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's also, you know, investing yourself in ways that maybe other people don't know about, you know, like stretching, Mm -hmm. rolling, like meditating. There's so many things that I do in personal time that I don't talk about where it's like, these are things that, that, 
give me that fuel mm-hmm. that you guys don't even know about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Those are like these like basic principles overall. Like when you yeah, see all like, these people on the, yeah. on the walls, all these really inspired, they all had some sort of meditation. Mm-hmm. Maybe this guy did it while doing fucking algorithms and math, or maybe mm-hmm. this guy did it while playing the guitar. Oh, you know, he did it high as oh, fuck, bro. Maybe that guy did it over there, you know, like punching a bag mm-hmm. or, you know, this woman over here did it like, you know, sewing. I mm-hmm. don't know. But everyone has some sort of disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whatever that disconnect is to them, whether it's running, whether it's, you know, going farming with their dad, mm-hmm. driving. Yeah. I used to do it a lot, driving yeah. on a motorcycle or something. Like that is their meditation. And mm-hmm. like this person has like this way to rest. This person has I always look at it like I tell this to my clients whenever we get there in our in our progress, is like I see three challenges every day. Mm-hmm. Physical, mentally, and spiritual. Yep. Like, if I don't exhaust one of those, I failed, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, okay, physically, that's kind of normal. Yeah. Like, I, I probably got it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mentally, like, where did I challenge myself mentally yep. today, right? Yep. Like, and I already hit that one today when the guy told me that I was being pessimistic. And he was like, <laughs> there you go. That's already like, damn, you got me, yeah. right? And then spiritually, mm-hmm. I haven't hit that one today, mm-hmm. but it's always like, you know, my wife's saying something and I'm like judgmental mm-hmm. or, or doing something weird. And I'm like, you know, I, I need a yeah. boom, checkbox. Yep. And then there's always an improvement. And I always tell my clients that like whenever they can't sleep or they can't do this or whatever, it's like, hey, man, did we check all of these off today? Most yeah. people, most Americans, the physical one is they don't mm. really do it. No. Like, you know, and, and they think they did. No, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's really clear. And then the mentally one, I think they hit that one pretty mm-hmm. good, right? Whether it's even like driving a car for them, like yeah. everything is exhausting yeah. for them mentally. Well, and even if it's being on their phone. Yeah, even know? on the phone. Yeah. Yep. And then spiritually, like that one is it's a very broad term. But mm-hmm. what I mean by that is beliefs. Yeah. Like challenging yeah. your beliefs, challenging um, how you see things, yes. how you see your people, worldview, your worldviews, kind of all that stuff. So like maybe watch CNN yeah. or and be like, huh? Do I really like black people? Yeah. Oh, you know, I actually don't even care about the color of their skin. It's actually really stupid and yeah. ignorant. Okay, cool. Can't believe Got we had it. this conversation. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so right, but but right, it's those types of beliefs. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes you know, like I'll look at my dad real deeply and be like, man, do I feel like my dad? Mm. And is it okay that I don't? Mm. And then those things, like I, I really question. I like that a lot. I like yeah. getting into into my head about certain things like that. Or my son challenges mm. my oh, yeah. my beliefs a lot, right? Like the other day, I got really upset at him for for doing. Oh, he spilled milk on the mat, uh-huh. and I just fucking just got really upset. Not out loud with him, mm. but I'm like, hey, go to your room or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, he's literally just seeing the way this liquid rolls on a black yeah. mat. Yeah. There's he nothing, doesn't mean yeah. he doesn't know daddy just cleaned it. He doesn't know that daddy works off this. He doesn't know that daddy yeah. feeds him off this mat and that I hate sticky, disgusting things like that. And milk smells horrible. Yeah, when it's uh, yeah. what? And then I go in there and I'm like, hey, you know, I didn't apologize mm. to him, but I asked him why I got mad and he mm. tells me like because I spilled milk over there and I'm like, what were you trying to see? What was mm. the point of that? And he's like, you know, I was just trying to like see how the milk came out of the cup. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know that you did a good job. That was really great. <laughs> you know, I appreciate you. Yeah. Let's go clean it up. Yeah. So we went over there, but it was funny because it's like that belief of like, oh, I'm upset because you're spilling the milk. And it's like, oh, he's really not. He's yeah. trying to learn. He's trying mm. to figure something out, trying yeah. to challenge this, this idea. And so he helps me a lot with that spiritual kind of belief way a lot. Mm. And then uh, the mentally one, like, I do that all the time, right? Like, And then the physically one, of course, I'm very mindful of that. But I think those three things, if people would just have a checklist every day, man, it would 
just greatly improve your life. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 that and you know, my wife was telling me the other day uh, that people who kiss their spouse before they leave the house, I think like the their like their statistics of getting into a car accident lowers by thirty some percent or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, and more careful. Because, yeah, and it's because yeah, you know, your dopamine and you know, it, it, you're leaving the home with yeah. it. And you know, I, I I'm very OCD, so yeah. I have to kiss my wife three times yeah. all the time. So I'm always like, when I got, I'm 99 yeah. percent, no chance of getting yeah. crisis. But but it but at the same time, it for me like those practices are more of of how you said it's a foundational yep. human thing. Yep. Like. And for me, it's when 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 I enter those spheres in life, and I can check those boxes. It isn't that I'm getting a pat on the yeah. back. It's more of again, how can I be better yep. the next day, or how do I make this palatable to people, yep. right? Like, so my wife, like, how do I? Again, she didn't want. She wasn't a physical person when we first started dating, but now she is. Yeah. Because she saw like what it does to mm -hmm. to the body, to yeah. this, to the confidence. And so again, it's being that servant leader and saying, even if you don't see the 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 goodness in these qualities and you don't see the benefits in them, mm -hmm. yeah. like let, let me show yeah. you how I practice yeah. them. And if you can't do it, let me show you how mm -hmm. to do you know? it. And, and that's the other thing, you know, despite you know the time that we live in, people are still dumb. Yep. We're still stupid. We don't know everything. Yep. So, you know, so stop acting like mm -hmm. you do and ask for help. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, everything's essentially the same thing, right? Like, you know, you can call the way I live Catholicism, you mm -hmm. can call it Christianity, Buddhism, whatever yeah. the hell that I live, right? But you know, I don't go out and force it upon someone. Exactly. Like you didn't go upon and force physical yeah. activity to your wife. Yeah. It's the same thing. I haven't forced it upon my wife. Mm -hmm. My wife is like, hey, I got a friend and we're gonna train three times a week. And I'm like, cool. cool. What do you need from me? Mm -hmm. Babe, I need you to start me out. What should I do? Okay, babe, I'm gonna mm -hmm. write it on the board for you. What do you need from me? Mm -hmm. That's it. Perfect. Cool. Here's the music. Turn it on. I'm available at these times. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And that's it, right? That's like it. I used to not be like that, right? I used to want to, all right, you're going to do this structure, and if you don't do this workout, you're going to fail, and yeah. you're going to die, and all your legs are going to break, and it's like- And that's just going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, now it's just like, did you do something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What did it look like? Doesn't even matter right yep. now. You did it. You showed up. Cool. Mm -hmm. The next step, we'll get to that, yep. right? And then you you start to take those steps, you know, um, you talk about leaving and kissing, like me and my wife, like- mm. Every time I leave, my son, same deal. When yep. I come home, boom, same deal. And you just create those the foundational habit. mm -hmm. habits, man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, why did our family make it out of the hood? We ate dinner together yeah. every night. You know, maybe that was it. Mm -hmm. I had to come home at a certain time. I had to do certain mm -hmm. things. So these little habits go such a long way. Yeah, big you know, time. and what do I try to do as an instructor, as a coach, as a, as a leader, as a servant, right? It's, I try to show people that. Mm -hmm. I don't try to tell them to do it. You're like, hey, man, you should do these types. Like, hey, man, like these are the things that I do, mm -hmm. and they work for me. Why mm -hmm. don't you try them? They don't work for you? Awesome. Okay, cool. They don't work for well, you. And, and it's also remembering that we were once scared too, right? For like, sure. you know, I remember when I first started working out, it was because I don't – I was out of a relationship, depressed. My cousin was like, dude, you got to do something. Like, yeah. come to the gym with mm -hmm. me. And and that's what started, you know. But it was scary. You know, you see dudes pushing weight. You yeah. see everybody swole. You're just like, I can't be that. Or, yeah. when, you know, so the other thing that I love to remember when I deal with people in any aspect in life, whether it's physical, spiritual, whatever it is, it's always like I was not ever there. Yeah. Right? There was a point where I had to start. And you have that point, And too. you meet them there. Yeah, you yeah. know, and as, as an instructor, like, when, when people set goals, it's so easy. Oh, that's a stupid yeah. goal. Or, ah, you're not going to get there, fat ass. Mm -hmm. But it's like, 
no. It's like, mm. oh, wow, that is really good. Well, mm-hmm. Why do you have that? Let, mm-hmm. Tell me about it. And then you get to the bottom yeah, of it. could be a wedding. Yes. could be this. could be that. Anything, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really important to hear that yeah. out, right? Like, say your wife is like, hey, babe, I want to lose pounds. Oh, you look great. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you don't have to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, babe? Like, well, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, did someone make fun of you? Do you feel a certain way? Like, you know, you might not want to ask those questions, but, you know, you, you, yeah. you want to, like kind of figure that out exactly. and you know that's kind of how i am with and because it's also and i'll just say this even mm-hmm. with my wife like when she started wanting to lose weight and stuff again i encouraged yep. her i helped mm-hmm. her and all that but i remember asking her like do you want to do it because you want to you want to yeah. fit what other people are telling yep. you or because you want to be healthy yeah. because and that's what i would tell her because there was you know early in a relationship it would be like me trying to convince her and she always thought it was, oh, you, you just don't think I'm pretty. And yeah. I was like, no, I want, like, I want to have a family with you. Yeah. I want to have, I want you to be healthy. Yeah. And I know, like, at your age, at your, mm-hmm. like, all the, yeah. there's so many things that you know that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to prevent that. Yeah. And I know, like, proactive. physical fitness, yeah, yeah. Pro- being proactive, you know. Yep. And I remember listening to Kevin Hart, his interview with Joe Rogan after he got into the car crash, and he was saying how much. Uh, physical exercise helped him not get hurt yep. after, and and helped his recovery time afterwards yeah and so that's you know so so that was what i told her it's yeah. like it's not that i but at the same time it's mm-hmm. saying don't be influenced by the bad things be influenced by the good things absolutely and it's it's hard to see that man mm-hmm. and especially when you have some kind of emotional kind oh, of relationship yeah. you know all those things it's really difficult and it's things you learn right i've been with my wife now for uh 13 years wow. so it's it's Damn. one of those deals that like you just learn, yeah. right? You yeah. just figure it out. Like my wife's an athlete. She moves well. She she likes these type of things, but it, she doesn't like being pressured to mm. do things, right? And it's like, all right, cool. I'm not going to pressure yeah. you. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like, hey, we're going to Cancun in two months. You figure it out. Let me know if you need anything, yep. right? Um, but, <laughs> I'm going to be out there with my shirt off. Yeah. Drinking a fucking mimosa. Yeah. Out to you, me. yeah. So <laughs> I know a, one thing that it, it's funny. Like my wife, you know, we've had a son now for three and a half years. And he's like, yeah, I've been trying to get rid of this baby weight, you know, like 10 pounds or whatever. And I'm like, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to anyone else. Like, that's what people say, though, right? Like, you talk, oh, I've been meaning to go back to the gym. I've been meaning to, like, do this shit. It's like, no, you haven't. Mm -mm. You know, you want me to show you what it's like to try to do things? Sit down. I'll show you what it's like to Mm -hmm. try things. But, like, we all have this, like, these imaginations in our head that just kind of keep trolling all the time. Like, Oh, I've been wanting to get this. So I've been getting wanting to get that, and it's just so f- funny. The more people you talk to, and it, it comes to just start, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. do something, right? And, and oh, get I, the ball rolling. I, I think most of it comes from our our culture, right? Because we live in a we, we live in a culture where you don't have to do anything; you just post about it, yeah. right? And I think so many people think, well, as long as I put forth the idea of wanting to yeah. work out, it's me putting. I pay for the membership. Yeah. So that means I go to Gold's Gym, right? I got right? the yoga pants yeah. and I got the yeah. tank top. Yep. I don't know what more I can do. That's right? it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All that stuff, man, it, it, it's very interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. I get really interested. I think one thing that a society that we do too, and then you mentioned like health, right? Mm-hmm. And, and to me, you know, like sometimes that can be really hard for people because when they think health, they might think, you know, just famous people right now, mm-hmm. like Tom Brady. Yeah. Or when they think health, they think um, some fit girl. I don't even know who, what, Jillian uh, Michaels. Uh, Dan- 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 Danica Patrick. Danica or Patrick. Dana Lynn Bailey, right? another big one. So to me, like, I've seen a lot of blood work and I've seen a lot of different people, really shredded people, mm-hmm. not so shredded people. To me, health is like happiness. 
but also we have an idea that like you can't be 30% body fat. Exactly. You know what I mean? You can't barely be able to get out of a lunge. Mm -hmm. You know, there's these balances, yeah. right? So when, when I think about health as a, a spectrum, it doesn't mean like Whole Foods is healthy and Walmart is not. Like mm -hmm. that does, didn't tell me anything. Nope, not at all. Um, but like I think for us being in the fitness world and so on, it's like, because when we oh, I'm a healthy person. Well, you might as well be Catholic. Mm -hmm. You might as well be fucking Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? So I think we we need to open the doors mm -hmm. and be like, whatever healthy is to you, you yeah. know, let me help you. Re restriction isn't health. Yeah, for right? sure. So many people think, well, I don't drink beer, therefore I'm healthy. Yep. Or I don't eat sugar, therefore yep. I'm healthy. Yep. That isn't health. No. Health, health is what you do with those yep. things, right? It's, it's yeah, you're drinking beer, but what are you doing with the carbs yep. of the beer? Are, yep. you, are you, right? Because there's times, you know, like if I go to the gym, if I if I know I'm gonna have a heavy lifting day, I'm gonna eat pizza. Yeah. I'm gonna eat a hot dog. Yep. You know, because why? Well, because one, yeah. I want the pump. Yep. Two, like like it, it's good calories. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely. losing calories. You know, burning fat, all that stuff. But demonizing things, I think it's we we do a very poor thing, yeah. and then the fitness community of doing that. And I try to like I remember one of my clients came here once, and um, she told me like watermelon because she liked watermelon. That's why she was overweight, and I'm like. That's the dumbest thing I've yeah. heard ever, right? Like, mm -hmm. and then it came out to be like it was like bean burritos, right, from Taco Bell, and yeah, I'm like, interesting. And I'm like, huh? Like, how much do you think you gain from like a bean burrito? And she's like, oh, like five pounds every time I eat one. And I'm like, oh, interesting. I'm like, how about we have a bean burrito for dinner every day this week, and then we'll weigh you next week and see where you're at. Mm -hmm. Literally didn't get. I think she lost weight, right? And then it was just really clear to be like, it doesn't mean that they're good for you, mm -hmm. but I want you to understand that like when you pass by there, it's not super appetizing mm -hmm. and it's not super scary yeah. and it's not all these other things. Understand that it is food. Mm -hmm. Maybe the quality that some people like, it's not. Yeah. But it's still food, yep. right? You're not going to die from it. It's not going to pull out a machine gun and shoot you. Your body's yeah. smart enough to know how to break it down. Yeah, yeah. So I do a lot of that with clients, mm. right? Like, oh, cake is bad. It's like, oh, really? Like, in what way? Like, tell me about it. Mm. You know, like, why do you think that? Does it want to murder yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's it's going so on with crazy. your cake? But so many people have these really hard deals. Like, I, you know, with sugar, with fat, with this and that. And it's just like... Oh my gosh, you mm -hmm. know, we, you know, I'm part of this too. Yeah. It's like, damn, like we fucked up, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think, you know, my job right now, really big is one, to give people their freedom back, mm. you know, like the freedom of choice, yeah. the freedom of like, hey man, like make the decisions yourself and don't allow me to make those decisions mm -hmm. for you. And mm -hmm. the same thing with my son. Is there people that I work with that are so damn busy that they need the decision made from? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Those are some go-getters. Yeah. I have some of those, but I also have real lazy people. Mm -hmm. And those real lazy people, they need to start making their fucking decisions, yeah. you yep. know, and quit being a little bitch about it. Um, some people are scared to make decisions, you know, and, and you have to live with those decisions and, and make those decisions, and I think it's really important. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I was going to say, my wife just texted me, yep. which means... Uh, which means we have dinner. Yeah. But I think this is a good way to, I mean, what else? What do you want to close it with? I think uh, parting words. Uh, what, what is something that, that I think, one, where can people reach you, mm -hmm. social media wise, all that good stuff. Uh, two, what is, what is your uh, mantra? What is your, th yeah. I'm assuming that. I love that one. I love that one. Um, do what you said you would is definitely on the top of my list. I think if more people did what they said they would, they'll be, the people they wish they would be, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's that easy. It's not that difficult. Um, I, uh, coach Ledesma is my Instagram handle. Um, hidden gem gym is, is the, mm. the gym. You can find me on Google, um, Instagram, things like that. 
Um, I'm a personal trainer, you know, I work pretty much every day except yeah. Sundays and all around badass. Yeah, I, I do a lot. You know, I do a lot to get stuff out of, out of my clients, um, plates a lot of times mm-hmm. too. Um, so whether it's to find someone to help them, you know, in their house or something like that, I do that all the time, um, provide food for them or whatever that is. Um, my biggest thing is it to empower people more mm-hmm. and to give them confidence. Yeah. Like that is, if there's one thing that I live for is to allow people to make choices and to be confident with their choices and continue living their life, you know? Like yeah. I do it through fitness. I love it. You know, I created this space for it. But most importantly, this space isn't just a fitness space, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a confidence space, an mm-hmm. empowerment space. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, that, that's about it. I appreciate you guys yeah. taking the time for coming out here and all that stuff, man. Hell yeah. Thank you very much, Taylor. You're, you're all right, welcome. everybody. Thank you for watching uh, the Emergency Exit Podcast. I, I don't know what... Sure, let's say that. Uh, for Brandon, for Los who is in here, and for David, the Holy Hispanic, we'll see you next time.